Wake up, gamers, because you're listening to the Big Think Dimension with Dan and Bob Video Games. Here's a big thing for you. How about we ban bans? What? Chris Wolfhart. That's just a cope from people with agendas. And Dr. Agro. I'm changing my name to Monster. Sue me then, you fuckers. Here on Gigafoos. <laughs> <laughs> Did you not hear? No. <laughs> They're still at it. <laughs> They're still suing people for naming themselves monsters. Good luck with that. But yeah. Uh, <laughs> man, we're just really jumping ahead into this. <laughs> hey, Bob. You oh, remember how it was going to be called uh, Gods and Monsters and then it got changed to Immortals Phoenix Rising? Yeah. That's because the Monster Energy Drink Company. They're at it again and... <laughs> But, but Ubisoft uh, said that that name change was totally their decision based on the vision of the game. <laughs> there was a vision for the game? Yeah, it seems like a completely fabricated in that. That <laughs> is just literally, on that one element. If I had a company and a vision and an excuse to, to pair up, I would never pair up Ubisoft with artistic vision is why. <laughs> <laughs> you could literally do any other excuse of like, uh... The engine couldn't export to platform name here. Market <laughs> didn't like it. Or marketing didn't like it. Right. There's <laughs> anything else could have done it. But not that, no. Uh, anyways, hello, everyone. Welcome to Big Thing number oh. 270. I don't know. If I... <laughs> not quite that big. 309? <laughs> Lower, actually. <laughs> Man, Agro, this prompted me to look this up. And this dude they went after this time is looking to dot their eyes. Yeah, mm. he's uh, he's like, fuck he's gonna you, fight I'm fighting, I am releasing every single thing Monster gives me publicly. Did you know they claim they own the colors green and white? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're insane. Mm -hmm. They are deeply... Brought to you by the company that accidentally sued Disney because they instructed their lawyer bot to sue everyone that used the word monster. You know... Like some like, sort of ink wow. of monsters. Wow. What an idiot. Uh-huh. How and are they still a company after that? I don't know. Because <laughs> uh, they're owned by Coca-Cola now. Then do it, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, hello. What a big thing. 307. <laughs> this is a funny joke now, but when we hit episode 307, no longer a funny joke. No. Uh... Last week on Friday, Bob and I played Twilight Princess in a single sitting. That was a lot in a single sitting. <laughs> that was, uh, that was a, a slow burn game. The slowest Zelda game ever made, it felt like. I'm pretty sure that's right. I can't even imagine how a 2D one could ever be like that. <laughs> um, I have a lot of interesting things to say about twilight princess and there's one reason why it's just ocarina again but you're a doggo sometimes yeah until like oh, 15 hours in when they forget that that was a thing <laughs> yeah i thought there would be a twilight kingdom to explore as doggo so that was weird yeah because there kind of is for the first like 10 hours yeah, I was like, isn't isn't that a thing? And then I'm like, oh, they give up. It runs out. It truly is the seventh Gen Zelda. Yeah, and I was talking to Bob after the stream. I can't remember when it was because everything after that stream until this moment right now is a blur. But 
Do you think that something they retrofitted into the game later when they felt like they needed an interesting gimmick? Or do you think they had that idea from the beginning and then ran out of ideas for it and just went, whatever? I feel like we didn't start seeing the Twilight stuff until later in development. I mean, we didn't, yeah. Yeah, so I'm like, maybe... Maybe that was something they retrofitted in. Yeah, I mean, I could absolutely imagine that era Nintendo, Miyamoto wanders around. Mm-hmm. And he shows up. And he's like, oh, what is this? And they're like, well, this is a new Zelda. And he's like, that looks like Ocarina again. <laughs> he's right need, to say I, it. You need something interesting this time. And some artist just drew Midna and was like, <laughs> this. I, I feel like Midna probably would have been part it always because they, ever since Ocarina, they're like, okay, you have to have the tutorial character i mean sure like the character who gives you advice but sure, it could have just but, been another navi until right we well, right well spoilers i played the minish cap this week minish yeah <laughs> minish cap yeah um so and and that also has a character like that yeah yeah except for it's attached to your head right yeah and i'm, I'm starting to think that like, I don't think it was retrofitted in because it feels like after Ocarina, they decided, OK, if we're doing one of these 3D Zeldas, it has to have a gimmick we hang the entire game on. Like Majora's Mask with its time loop in the masks. Wind Waker has the sailing. Twilight Princess has the Twilight Realm shit in the doggo. Skyward Sword has motion controls and being in the sky. Mm -hmm. uh, Minish Cap has shrinking. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Phantom Hourglass has sailing again. I it has touchscreen, and then Spirit Tracks has, has a train, has, mm -hmm. and then Spirit Tracks has nobody knows what Spirit Tracks has because nobody lives <laughs> ever played that game. That's true. They all died. <laughs> there was, uh, there was then, a collapse then, in a coal mine, and they all died in there. And, and 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 you know, Four Swords, which you could play single player, had the four links, and they did that again with Triforce Heroes. But mm. it was only three. Uh, but it was only three. Three, and then Link Between Worlds uh, didn't have any of that at all, and that's why it's one of the best Zelda's they made. That's no, not it true. It had, Doodle, it had yeah. Doodle Link. Yeah, Doodle Link is incredible. Like it, that's true. It did have Doodle, but it feels like you didn't constantly have to use Doodle Link. Yeah, because they balanced it well. <laughs> yeah, it was used sparingly as a power that you had, which yeah. worked. Yeah, it worked. Um, to speak more specifically about Twilight Princess, though, um, I don't doubt that that world is really neat. Uh, if we had spent more time going into side content, just talking to random town members, but it, there's just something about it that seems weird. Like the whole game, there's just something about it that feels so incredible. Like, I'm not a huge fan of this is like that other game, ergo, that's bad. Mm -hmm. But Twilight Princess is really a lot like Ocarina, which is weird. Before Link Between Worlds, that might have been the most direct. You just did that again? Yeah, it's like, it feels so close, and they just made everything ugly on purpose. It's weird. Yeah, it's <laughs> a real shame that the aesthetic is, what if it was hideous? Like, hideous intentionally. So that way, when there are, like, four attractive people in the game, <laughs> like, people who's, uh, when your eye catches them, it doesn't feel like burning. Mm -hmm. um, you know, they stand out a lot. But yeah, I don't know. It's weird. Like, I want to go back and more fully explore that game. But, but yeah. there's no world 
where I think it's better than Wind Waker, but it has it has really good temples. Like I think it has some good temples in the back half, it which is unfortunate because the, the front half's pretty lacking. Yeah, some of those temples are just bad. Yeah, like, there, anything, there are more temples now than there were in Wind Waker because there was obviously a bunch of cut content there. But it feels like more than half of these are really bad temples. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's I was really hoping I, I'd come back and like this more, honestly. Mm-hmm. Because I, I had the whole thing of I had a glitch near the end of the game. I had to play the whole game twice right when it came out, basically. And I saw that might negatively affect my perception of it. But no, coming back years later, I'm still like, this is like the weakest 3D Zelda. Yeah, which, you know, now that I have a better understanding of that game, that glitch, by the way, happens right before the last temple in the game. Mm-hmm. It, it literally mm. happens one step before you going to the last Ooh. temple of the game. Uh, you it, know, it's after all the terrible fetch quests they shove into the end of the game to pad it. Yeah, because for oh. anyone who doesn't know, there's a lot of like it's a very slow burn game up front, and the opening is just it, it doesn't feel great compared to basically every other Zelda. And then it stops doing that, and the game starts feeling good and has ideas for temples. And then right before the last temple in the game, they make you do a really grueling fetch quest. And a thing that in another Zelda game, I feel like would give you a cool item. Yeah, it's literally like the trading quest from Ocarina of Time, but it's now a mandatory thing and gets you nothing cool. Yeah, it lets you beat the game. <laughs> right. Um, Here's a soft lock. <laughs> <laughs> That's a cool trick. <laughs> Uh, Correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't that glitch only exist on the Wii version? Uh, yes, it only existed on the Wii version. They uh, deserved it. Look, I, I, I want widescreen. I, I want widescreen. Yeah, you you were sucked in by the bright lights and the the right handedness, and you deserved everything you got. Hey, I didn't want the right handedness. That that. <laughs> That made the game yeah, but literally the terrible. This wasn't a deal breaker, was it? <laughs> I think he's trying to say you lack the moral fiber <laughs> needed to avoid ca- caving into such temptations, and thus you deserved it as punishment. <laughs> Bob has I'm no so rebuttal. Sad. I guess he's owned. I um, guess. Good job. Good job, Agro. Uh, yeah, if anything, I walk away from this going, it is really unfortunate that the opening is that slow and bad. Yeah, with the things they tried to do to fix up the Triforce quest, you'd think that they would have tried to do th- some sort of fix-up through this to make the, an- the beginnings faster. Oh, well, uh, nobody yeah. complained about that endlessly, so they, did, they felt, didn't feel the need. Yeah, you would have had to have some editorial vision, mm. which I think they completely lack with these. <laughs> And also, you would have to talk to someone who goes, yeah, I play a lot of the Zeldas a lot. Um, This opening is too much. Cut any of it. It felt like 10 hours of tutorial. Yeah, we literally said at hour nine that it finally stopped, right? It's like, this this is insane. So it's really funny that Okami came out around the same time. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I was hoping I liked Twilight Princess more. Um, I think there are really neat things in it. I do like a lot of the temples after Wind Waker. That was really appreciated. Mm-hmm. Um, I like Midna. And then there's the ultimate betrayal when she becomes a human and <laughs> is shaped entirely wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. That just mathematically doesn't make fucking sense. Look, um, Zant had some ideas. 
<laughs> Look, like people a... like different things, Dan. <laughs> Zant had a powerful influence on this. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's that's just strange. I didn't remember that. I didn't remember going them going, she has the same body type as Zelda, but eyebrows. And I'll be like, that's not come on now. <laughs> that isn't admittedly, we have that really good image. I think I still have it saved on my computer of uh this is this is uh how Minda looks at maximum goblin values. Like you know how in a lot of video games you get the create a character. Okay, yeah. And you get the slider, and you can just slide it one way or the other. This is the slider turned all the way up <laughs> for oh. Goblin. Oh, God. <laughs> it's it, her without the hat is cursed. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, you're right. You're absolutely right. That is so cursed. <laughs> anyway, that uh, that was absolutely hilarious. Saying that. <laughs> um I enjoyed going through Twilight Princess and having a knowledge of it now. I enjoy finally getting experience the double hook shot. In all of one dungeon. In all of one. Well, <laughs> they should have given us the, like, we were talking about it. I was like, yeah, it would have been cool if more of this game was this. Uh, they really, in that first hook shot dungeon, they should have given you one hook shot, and then you get to do another third of the dungeon, and then they give you the second hook shot. Yeah, that yeah. would have been great. Yeah, oh, that would Did they not do that? That seems... No, like you're making a Nintendo game. That's how you do that. No, they actually kind of cheated. They gave you uh, uh, the hookshot really early on in like some temple. And then multiple temples later, they give you the, the final double. temple gets you that. Which just like the game's over. This is cool for this one temple. But but please. Yeah. So that was. I remember there being a pretty sick boss fight with the double claw shot. This, yes. Yes. That, yeah, was, that was cool. That was probably the highlight of the game. Like for boss fights what are you talking about there's the final boss fight speaking of which we're going to talk about that if you don't want to have this game completely spoiled for yourself please skip forward a little until you stop hearing the dragon quest music <laughs> that's right saints row one spoilers you Look know out. it man uh, oh fuck <laughs> you're gonna have to talk about it again chris Please don't. <laughs> there we go. It fits on screen. If it fits, it sits. <laughs> uh, so the end of this game, you fight Zant, and it combines every gimmick in the game, every boss battle gimmick in the game into one boss battle, except for one. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, that's cool. And then you go fight Ganon, and they fit every gameplay type aside from those into the boss fight. Oh, I'm like, oh, this is cool. No, that means we're doing the terrible horseback combat. Yeah, the horseback combat, which shouldn't be in the game. Which, which I knew it would be terrible. I knew that. I watched you beat the boss in this game when you first beat it. Yeah. Um, What I didn't expect is the part where it's like, like, I didn't remember. Zelda is the one who has to shoot the light arrows. Which is conceptually neat. It is conceptually neat until she misses. Yeah, which should never happen. Almost <sighs> nonstop. And I was like, I want to die. Yeah, and then Ganon just ratios you and just knocks you off the horse a yeah, hundred times in a row. <laughs> so what, what the game's doing is you'll get knocked off by Ganon and he'll just stop moving his horse in the distance. And if you don't approach him the right way and start moving the right way, he will just continue to knock you off your horse over and over mm -hmm. and over. Because they expect you to approach him in a very specific direction to set up this cool cinematic horseback combat. 
This is the worst thing in a Zelda game. I am giving this the Snow Beast Award. <laughs> yeah. I feel like you can give it to any moment they make you do horseback. Anything. They made the horse feel worse than Ocarina of Time. Yes, but in 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 which we're playing the Wii U version, people were saying they messed up how horse movement felt. I haven't gone back to play the Wii one to confirm. Yeah, I need to try it again. I could see how they could fuck it up because the controls literally seem camera based instead of mm -hmm. the horse based, and then it turns when the camera turns. Yeah, I feel in like in a weird way. It probably it probably makes more sense in the way the camera works and everything on the Wii version, but I bet it still feels just as bad. Oh, like, yeah. Like, I bet it still doesn't turn right, and it feels like you have a hitbox that's twice the size of the horse. Right, 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 right. <laughs> but who knows? I'm sure that's... I'm sure that's the case. But, um... <laughs> and then the the cherry on top is Zelda just missing with the light arrows <laughs> over and over again, and I'm yeah. like, please, end! 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 <laughs> <laughs> Um, and that had nothing to do with us being at hour 28 of the stream because I really didn't mind. Uh -huh. As I've said multiple times, I have like a ramp up on how I feel the longer a stream goes. Uh -huh. It just any battle that nothing you directly do can end the battle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> feels the more so rough. Like that, that. That's even worse than. Uh, just, just wait for the boss to use this specific move. Then you can hit them after it. Yeah, yeah. that's already rough, but oh, man. Uh, aside from that, uh, I just wanted to say also in the Ganon battle, the thing I didn't absorb uh, before because Bob was playing is that it switches to this boss is doing a highly identical move pattern. But secretly, you need to change forms and try to grab this with Midna, which is a thing we've never done before. Yes. And the only way you would know to do this is to ask Midna what she thinks is up in the middle of this boss fight. God. Yeah, literally. And it looks identical. It's just animating 20% faster and now impossible to hit. Just literally coded to be unhittable. Yeah, which is crazy because it. There, it uses sumo, the sumo mechanics from early in the game, but, but that, you, you did that never, as Link. Yeah, you did that as Link. You never did that as Wolf Link. And you and, never got Midna to stop anything like that, as no, far as I know. No, that just didn't happen. So, man, the end of this game is pretty good when you're fighting Xant, and you're in the cool Twilight Castle. Mm -hmm. And then all the... And then the Ganon stuff happens, and it's cool the build up to it, kind of. Yeah, like the... Again, thematically neat. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, man playing it though <laughs> uh-huh so anyways for now i'm giving this a snow beast award for zelda games you think i would have given it to the triforce <laughs> quest <laughs> but no this actually upset me more <laughs> which is insane because i stopped playing wind waker for years because that it's like two years I put that game down because I was like, fuck you. You get to the Ganon battle, you put down the game. <laughs> yeah. I would have put down the game, like gotten a gun and put it down. Anyways, that's it. I'm going to cut back to the normal. We're leaving the Dragon Quest zone. Anyway. And that's, that's Twilight Princess. Bob, did you have anything else you wanted to say? Yeah, I guess not. Like, we already went over how weird it is that the Twilight stuff just stops. They also never give you any new abilities for the wolf form. Like, you start with all of them you get. 
which is really strange. Like they don't have an item equivalent. They don't have a new moves you learn. Like they yeah, do. Yeah, uh... we talked about that a lot. Where it's like you would expect any movement stuff. Yeah, because you get those techniques as normal <sighs> link from the. I remember the one movement thing he does have that they stop doing. Which one? Uh, uh, where you'll get to a random part of a platform and then Minden will fly somewhere and be like, you can jump to me. Yeah. And there's no good indication of where you can do that. And then they just realize it's bad. So they stop doing it like 10 hours in. <laughs> God. Yeah. If there was ever a game from Nintendo that doesn't feel like a game from Nintendo. <laughs> yes. It, 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 it's I'm, this because they normally don't make mistakes like that. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm starting to think that like just the whole GameCube era of Nintendo outside of Melee is a wash. Which is weird because once they got to the Wii, you know, Smash was like, okay, it's my turn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Brawl fans. That game sucks. There's a lot of cool stuff in it, though. Yeah. I like a lot of what's in Brawl. They, uh, they made cool Scott scenes. It's got Metal Gear Solid mm -hmm. stuff. It's got really cool designs for characters. I like a lot of things about Brawl. Too bad it's the worst one. Also, that's when they start using awful-looking Twilight Princess Link, so, you know, extra bad. Yeah, you hate that. Yeah, he looks... I don't even dislike the way Link that looks that much in Twilight. You think he's one of the best-looking characters in Twilight Princess? Okay. The design they made for Brawl is hideous. Like, it's just somehow it's overset, like, <laughs> desaturated him and made to, him look even uglier. I'm gonna have to look at this, because I've never held, like, in my brain, I'm like, whatever, it's just Link. I don't fucking know. <laughs> Link. I Smash. Brawl. Okay, let's see if it brings him up. Okay. Let's look at this image. No, that's not him. Wait, is this him? Yeah, what's wrong with this design for Link, Bob? It's I don't... awful. It's soulless. <laughs> It, you know, I understand. I understand where Bob's coming from because I feel like for Twilight Prince specifically, one, it's them trying to do Ocarina again. Two, I feel like somebody on the staff of the game high up saw um, Shadow of the Colossus. Yeah. And is like, Zelda should look like this now. No, I get it. But however bad Link is, I think the Zelda of Twilight Princess is way worse. Oh, yeah. She's awful. <laughs> she's like the worst Zelda design. <sighs> she's almost that's not the only there, Zelda. So. That's, the ol that's the only Zelda I would say would, would throw a drink at a service worker. <laughs> <laughs> what would Midna do to a service worker, Dan? Your, your mind's going dark places, don't <laughs> Anyway, Midna seems really cool. Yeah, Midna's I like, like the, Midna. the positive part of this game, for sure. She is. She's great. I think there's something deeply funny about Nintendo going that unhinged with that design. I assume higher-ups did not know. Like, no, this flew past them. They're like, whatever. This it's like a scribble. Yeah. Yeah, this was 2005. Nobody knew. But then again, they also put Windy Koopa in Mario, so... Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Something about something about her being the scrimblow of this game made them not process that the camera is up her ass. <laughs> her ass is huge. She's just shaped that way. They're like, whatever, God made her that way. And I'm like, no, you made her that way, artist. <laughs> Stop fucking lying. We're, look, we're really, we really need, Dan, I'm sorry that I have to put another goal onto you at some point. Oh, no. You really need to do like the Mario RPG round. Because mm -hmm. you need to see what they did in Inside Story. 
You need to see that game. (laughs) I'm distressed by this segue. (laughs) That that kind of stuff is like almost all that game is. Jesus. Pear-shaped gremlin women? (laughs) No, stuff that a normal person would look at and go, guys? (laughs) Fellas. Did we need this part specifically? All right. Did we need the part part of Bowser's inside story that the entire plot hinges on that uh, there's a disease going around that just makes toads become big and round. Okay, so hey, Bob, did you have anything else you <laughs> no, wanted to I'm say? Good. Oh, that's great. Did we have any other games? I played the demo for C Smash. I did not enjoy it. That blew my fucking mind. For people who don't know, C Smash is the PlayStation VR 2 successor, spiritual successor to Cosmic Smash, a game that's kind of like 3D Pong or table tennis or uh, what was the fucking squash? Squash, thank you. Um, I feel like the physics aren't on point with it because I want to do a smash. Like I want to take the the thing, smash the ball into the ground, and have a physical reaction and bounce that feels good. Mm-hmm. It did not at all. Uh, I don't know why it's not made right, but it's, yeah, that's weird. It has like. It has all sorts of things coded in where if you like move the paddle vertically, either way, as you hit it, it will do a spin. It will do a hook. Um, hook and slice, if you will. But just for some reason, you can't bounce it like that. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, so I didn't enjoy it at all. And uh, something I didn't even tell you about, when you look down, you have a body coming out of your body in the wrong spot, way too far forward. Weird. And it just sort of bobs and stuff as you move. So it's the worst VR game from that angle, too. And I'm like, why did you put this here? That just looks amateurish and awful. So anyway, I didn't enjoy C-Smash, so I'm not going to pick that up, unfortunately. I would have loved to do, do online multiplayer C Smash, which is even in the demo. Yeah, even wow. the demo's like, hey, you want to play against someone? I'm like, yeah, but no one's going to be there looking for a match in this demo of this PSVR 2 exclusive. You could maybe convince Aggro too. Hey, Aggro, do you want to play C Smash? Uh, I mean, I, I do. Okay. Even after all that, that sounds like a novel experience. Okay, download the demo. We'll figure it out. Then at least I'll get to play one online match. (laughs) (laughs) Also, it feels really weird that the space is pretty big. So they like, by the way, when I move absolutely everything out of the way, I could let it would let me do room scale. Wow. Uh, But they want you to be able to move faster. Mm. So you have a stick to move you left and right. Huh. Which is honestly, I'd prefer just the play field be more narrow and move my body. Yeah. Um, Anyway. That's it for C-Smash. Hey, Bob, did you have any video games you played? I did. They put out a new Skullgirls character last week. They they released it like on Friday or so. Who was it? It was Black Dahlia. Oh, cool. So she's pretty cool. She's like an assassin. She came out in beta a while ago. Yeah, that's how that always works. But now it's actually out on everything. And Um, and you can play a story mode, which you cannot do in the beta. Yeah. Um... Yeah, of course, because they got to draw all that shit and yeah. voices and stuff. She's um, one of those Hitler characters, right? Where she's like, I, I put a grenade behind you that'll go off in X amount of seconds. <laughs> Better keep track of that asshole. 
um like gameplay wise or story wise <laughs> uh gameplay wise i know she's a she's like a psycho assassin in in story wise um gameplay wise it doesn't seem to have traps like that she seems to be she has a gun arm and she can load it with different ammo types and they do different things like fire is the basic one but then you also get like a plasma cannon where it does a straight line blast or a ice shot where it freezes him for a second so kind of now that i'm saying it kind of like Re resident evil 5 chris in marvelous capcom 3 um for anyone who played Skullgirls uh, like 10 years ago or 15 years ago when it came out um she was actually in that room as you go up the elevator and it opens to the office she's sketchily drawn mm -hmm. as one of the people at that desk so yeah she's one of the characters that's been there literally since the beginning so there you go finally in the game the only trap like thing she has is she can show down like a carpet like a rug and then teleport to it <laughs> okay <laughs> that is cool but yeah she seems like a lot of fun um i also played her story mode uh which is pretty much non-canon uh because it feels like you know when blaze blue gets off into does its own weird thing and like yeah and it goes to an alternate ending mm -hmm. that obviously is not canon in any way no what are you talking about ragna the blood edge and the cat end up at an asian uh, buffet and can't pay for their food and then they run away and that's the end of blaze blue there's that, yes. there's that 45 minute long one that's about the magical girls with tits mm -hmm. uh so it's like one of those but for a villain so literally a ton of characters get killed off Ooh, but it, it's pretty fun these are not voiced which i I oh. guess they never were. Okay. That was maybe a stream goal back when they did the Kickstarter, but I guess they didn't. They didn't ever get to do that, huh? Um, but yeah, I also this is a chance to go back and play the story modes I hadn't played from this new season of content. So, uh, Annie's and Umbrellas, and both of those seem much more canon and pretty fun. <laughs> you say that like it's a good thing. <laughs> I mean, Black Dahlia is really crazy, so that's fun in its own way. But it's also cool to see them kind of push the timeline forward a little bit, but also be like, well, clearly there won't be a straight sequel, so we're just going to build it out by having these character stories happen. Man, a straight sequel, that'd be crazy. That would be pretty crazy. I mean, I guess they could feasibly do that and just use all the same exact sprites, but make new menus and stuff. Because weirdly, I think the thing that has aged worse in Skullgirls is the main menu. Really? Yeah, I feel like that does not look good and never quite did. Yeah, I, from functionality angle, I've never really liked it. Like, mm -hmm. I want it to be snappier and give me more options visible on the screen at once. Right. <laughs> so who knows? Maybe at some point they will do something like that. That'd be nice. Also, when you beat the game, it does a credit sequence, which goes through every stage of development. Ooh. So literally, it starts with current development and has all the people for that. And then it's like, for DLC, uh, uh, the Kickstarter, like, second part, uh -huh. and then all of these different sections. It's like, as I'm sitting here getting nostalgic over a credit roll uh -huh. of, like, wow, this sure goes to go back to, like, 2010. <laughs> you know what's cool, though? Mm. Skullgirls has a really good netcode. Mm -hmm. Skullgirls is a fun feeling fighting game with really good netcode. I'm glad they get to keep that netcode. Thanks, chump. Anyway, uh, I wish there was. It, don't they have higher frame rate options on PC? 
Like just for running the game at like 120 or whatever. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I wish. I, just, I, I wish they would do a PS5 version. Yeah. Right. That's what I was gonna get into. I wish they would do that. I mean, at least the uh, PS4 version loads levels insanely fast, if I remember correctly, or maybe that was a PC. Because you know, yeah, you go to do a new level and it would be like, bam. Yeah, it still does that pretty darn quick. That's that's always awesome. Mm -hmm. What were you playing on PC or PS4 PS5? or oh. PS5? But it's PS4 <laughs> version. I was playing on PS4. It has soul. <laughs> But yeah, it just made me think of like watching, I th think it was called Salty Cupcakes was their stream back in the day where they would just stream. Yes, yes, that is. Yes, a... I believe that is the case. From, mm. from some shop that let them do it, like some restaurant. And it was, it was really neat to see like a dev team like that. Like you just didn't get that sort of interaction. Still don't really mm -hmm. from a dev team. Um, so yeah, that was, that was a lot of cool, cool stuff. I'm really excited to see how they handle turning Maria into a real character. It's currently she's the boss character. Now they'll leave her as that. <laughs> she's good. No. <laughs> no, she's not. No, it's fine. She's the Ivan Ooze. Oh my God. Black Dahlia, the first thing they'd have you do in story mode is fight boss Maria. Oh, cool. It's like this... Guys, I, this is the first time I played this character. I had to quit out and go try and learn her elsewhere. Get good, Bob. <laughs> uh, I would like to note there was a character listed on that giant thing, the Indiegogo thing, to be like, what character should we add? And they would describe what their playstyle was. And one of them was Ivan Ooze. And I'm mm -hmm. like, what's that supposed to tell me other than they're broken? Oh, they'll be broken. Oh, okay. <laughs> thank you. That's what you want, right? I mean, I, I believe that maybe. was Brain Drain. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Who he actually shows up in the story mode. It's good. Awesome. <laughs> like, I, there's probably there's probably someone there who still wants to make him a character. Look, I got everything I wanted. Umbrellas in the he game. He does look very yeah. cool. <laughs> yes, he does. And also exactly like a Power Rangers villain. Yes, yes he, he does. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, the story mode also told me things about Umbrella I didn't know that were make it very clear why they wanted her to be a playable character much yes. sooner. Yes. She's important. <laughs> and no one would listen! No, they wouldn't. <laughs> she was forever salty. Oh, man. So it's great they got to make those characters. I hope that they continue to do, do another season or something of this. Mm -hmm. uh, I was they did talk about a long time ago, hey, maybe if this sells well enough, we'll just do a Fizz character in the season pass, but they haven't said anything about that since, so I assume that did not sell well enough. Mm, probably not. If only it was at Evo, then it would solve everything. Wasn't Definitely. it at Evo once? It was yes, at Evo it once. was. That's kind of the joke here. <laughs> um, if it was going to happen, it would have by now. Or maybe they were like, it's, maybe it sold so well, they're like, we can just make a new thing entirely. That'd be cool. Doesn't even need to be a fighting game. You can come back to Skullgirls later. Make, make some cool thing. Make yeah. Mischief Makers too. Yeah, I would love to see this team make something else. Anything. Like like a Metroidvania RPG? That would be cool. That yeah, that'd be, be cool. cool. Anything, anything, anything that the biggest dirtbag in the world doesn't steal from them. <laughs> yeah, it'd be terrible if that happened. I, I would say if, if such a thing happened, it would be legal to chase down that dude with a brick. <laughs> Zoinks! <laughs> anyway, that's up, all I had to say. 
come up behind him with a ex- length of extension cord, and that's it for him. Uh, Chris is uh, not a lawyer. Nobody on Big Think is a lawyer, well, this and this is does theoretical. not constitute legal advice. None of this actually happened. We're talking entirely about. You no, know, I'm, the I'm just saying that if it did. <laughs> Yeah, if it did, which it won't. Yeah, obviously, it never would. I'm, just, re- I'm just referencing that scene in, in The Sopranos where Tony Soprano strangles that snitch with the with the length of extension cord. <laughs> oh, that's a great scene. And sorry, Chris just came from our uh, Godfather. Wait, sorry, uh, Sopranos uh, spoiler cast we're doing. You know, we're watching one season at a time, and mm-hmm. he has to recap every episode. Hey, Bob, did you play anything else? I did play one of these things. Okay, what'd you play? I played Sifu. Sifu. They added the arena mode, um, which uh, Sifu is like this, a 3D beat-em-up sort of game. It was released last year. It was a lot of fun. Uh, the arena mode adds a bunch of new areas and um, does different things thematically and like uh, goal-wise with them. So some of them are like, okay, survive this wave of enemies as staying at the lowest age you can, which you age up whenever you die. So it's like, basically don't take damage. And then other ones focus on score, and others focus on capturing areas, which is weird. There's like I a large... yeah. Yeah, you know, there's like a larger area you run around, and like, okay, I gotta get to this next zone. Between these two ferns, it's really important to kill the guys near them. <laughs> I saw that in the trailer, and I'm like, what is your game anymore? <laughs> Uh, and a ton of them are just like straight movie references. So you'll be like, okay, this is the Matrix battle. They'll make it rainy and you fight dudes that look Agent Smith-esque. Yeah. Um, they did one for Old Boy because they already put that in scene in the game originally. Oh, really? Yeah, they, there's nice. a hallway sequence near the beginning of the game. It's just literally straight from that movie. Yeah, they're like, welcome to Sifu. We're going to do this a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Kill Bills there, Game of Death. There's even, you get the drive jacket for one of the levels. Ah! I'll be back. One moment. <laughs> um, but yeah, all of that was a lot of fun. They made a ton of these levels. Like, I played this for several hours and I was still unlocking more and more, and there's just pages of it. And they, even at the very end, it's like, yeah, these are coming soon. Is it <laughs> it's like, yeah, they're going to keep updating this mode. I'm like, kind of crazy. Cool. Uh, I think my favorite of them I found was uh, one of them was on a helicopter landing thing on top of a skyscraper. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the goals are like, okay, kill these guys. So it's like, yeah, try and shove them off the building before the other guys get you. Nice. I'm like, yeah, this is this is great. Cool. Uh, I, but, I have a 4090 now. Should I just get the PC version so I can play as Shaggy? Maybe. I mean, that the digits release on Steam with all these things. So might, maybe Shaggy sounds. Mm. But yeah, that's that's all I played. Okay. Well, I get to talk about something else I played. Um, I tweeted out images. Uh, I played uh, Jumping Flash, and their emulator's just broken, and parts of the UI just corrupt. This is what I get for being an extra high sub on PlayStation Plus, this broken fucking emulation of an absolutely ancient video game. These motherfuckers, I swear to God. You know, for some... For one bit there, I was like, I'll just keep it at this sub level, and then just... Maybe check out a little bit more. No, fuck them. This is yeah. unreasonable. Right. They're not even updating it frequently. They added trophies. What are you talking about? Yeah, I don't want trophies that's why for I'm, games. That's, I want... that's why I'm playing through it again, because I thought, oh, I love Jumping Flash. I already beat it once. I'll, I'll beat again and get some trophies. And then I, then I played it. And I'm like, oh, the whole screen's corrupting. Fuck these guys. God, I hate them. Yeah, when it's like Nintendo's outpacing you and they're releasing stuff like Scrunt. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> 
Well, not only that, their N64 emulation was really bad at launch, but then they improved it slightly, I hear. Oh, that's good. And, oh, right, and, yeah, you know, the whole I draw bet, distance thing. I bet nothing... Oh, it was a number of things, but I bet nothing uh, was just corrupted on-screen elements of your health <laughs> and items in Ocarina of fucking time. Sony needs to just... <laughs> they need to fucking get their shit together. They need a decomp team mm -hmm. just working on making decompilations of their old software. They need to be working on some actual legitimate PS1 retro micro console to sell to people. They need to get their shit together. Because it's bad. Yeah, it's really bad. I feel like this. the boat sailed on making a, their own console because they did it and it was bad. Like, Well, it was bad. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, you can't you can't now go back and try again. I feel like the whole phase of people doing those is over even. Well, here's the thing. That's because everyone made one and then stopped, basically. Yeah. I don't think there's not a demand for that. In fact, we had a news thing come out like the last month where it was like somebody selling bootleg snes versions of that and it had porn on it <laughs> that was in the last month there's always going to be a demand like it's 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 fucking absurd to be like they haven't made it in eight years no one will ever buy it again and it's like how would you know yeah it, dumbass it, it is weird that they like nintendo and, and sega could have just kept those on the market uh -huh. they would continue to sell yeah. like there's no reason they wouldn't just keep yeah. selling absolutely it, Nintendo just seems to be in like Nintendo seems to have absorbed the Disney vault philosophy. Yeah. In a lot of ways. But like like Nintendo guys, there's always going to be people who had a Super Nintendo fucking love the Super Nintendo but aren't into gaming anymore. Right. Yeah. 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 Like the only thing the only thing you can possibly do by keeping the like the Super Nintendo classic on the market is to, is to sell them. It's not gonna fucking hurt anything related to the switch. If that's your idea, you're crazy. Oh yeah, because no one no one who's not into video games is like, well, I hear if I buy this uh multiple hundreds portable and then pay monthly, <laughs> yeah, I can play these things. That's not gonna affect that. That's right. a different it, I have market a brain entirely. disease. <laughs> I have a mister and a super NT coming. Mm -hmm. and i would be like yeah but the super the snes classic yeah i should buy it i mean same if 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 you guys pay attention some of the times in the background you can actually see we own basically all of those i know we skipped out on one because we were like fuck it who cares i think that was the snes one we we're like my brother will lend it to me so we can check <laughs> it out um yeah, but no those things are neat and here's the thing you want to say like Oh, well, the fat on that's over. It's like, motherfucker, they literally had janks, jank versions of that forever. Yeah. Forever. They had those AT games fucking micro consoles at your Walmart for the Genesis. People people sell it's, emulation boxes constantly. Yeah. Like no, all people, the time. Who in their right mind it would just go $60 for an old console and like 20 good games? No. Like, right. A lot of people just... They would see it. It looks like the Super Nintendo they grew up with and be like, I want it. Right. And that's like not even talking about like people who want to get their kids shit like that. Yeah. Which is its own market. Oh, for sure. That's a different market that is growing. Anyway, the moral of the story here is that if Sony was run by a competent lot, they would be making their own studio to just do decompilations of their older games and porting that shit to everything. I, it's... It I, I don't understand because movie studios at least have figured out 
oh, people want our old shit. We should, we should mm -hmm. make it available. Yeah. But there's one additional step of having to make it actually work on your new shit that broke all the minds of every game company. Yeah. Yeah. It costs any money to do it at all. So they just won't. Yeah. It's funny because making a decompilation is the closest thing we have to making an agnostic version of a game. The thing that's like almost a holy grail. Mm -hmm. Because films, you made the film. Convert the film to whatever format it is. <laughs> yeah. That's all you have to do, asshole. Meanwhile, like games are different. Games are highly optimized for the platforms they're on. They do specific things that, you know, you can't port easily. Meanwhile, you you go back and you make a decomp. Like if a motherfucker out there did a decompilation of Jack One mm -hmm. by himself. You're telling me a guy can figure out how to decompile Jack and Daxter better than you can figure out a PS1 game? Go fuck yourself. And it's evergreen. You get to keep those forever. You do the work once, and the porting process from there is very minimal work in comparison. Right. I mean, I mean, now that we've hopefully, fucking hopefully, I'm I'm gonna be beyond angry if we get to the PS6 and like it doesn't play PS4 games. That's too hard. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the PS6 is going to play PS4 games, but who but, knows? So we're now at like the point where it, it should be forever backwards compatibility. Right. So just get, it should be like, okay, we need to get all our shit onto this platform. All of it. We mm. need to have the ult, the, the ur platform. Instead, we yeah. can't even get all the God of War games. It's like, right? Yeah, we can't even get <laughs> yeah. all the games for franchises that are still alive and active and successful. Right. You can't play any of the Ratchet games other than that remake and uh, the new one. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. You can't play You can't play any of the old God of Wars other than 3. And it's not like you can pretend that you don't see value in this at all because you have the streaming PS3 back compat initiative. Yeah. If you didn't see value in this at all, you never would have even done that. <laughs> because why would you're, you? You're a giant company. Just hire like 50 people and be like, this is your job. Just get it done you don't really have a strict time frame it doesn't matter right it's shit's time sensitive Just none of this go. shit's time sensitive it's evergreen content the fact that they are selling jumping flash in 2023 proves it that shit is ancient yeah that's a ps1 launch title right that basically yeah so spend a minute all i'm saying is if i were any of these publishers that have a decent pack catalog. That would be the number one thing I'm working on. Because good lord. When you see that a guy can do Jack and Dexter in like one to two years. Mm -hmm. You start to go, well, wait a minute. If one guy can do that, can't we hire like 20 and have 20 games done in somewhere under two years? Yeah, but we need to replace every single asset in the game to re-release them. I'm insane. No, we don't. What? I've lost my mind. No, that's that's not what you did with this terrible PS1 emulation. <laughs> I'm sorry. We need to allocate all of those resources to remaking Horizon 1 for some fucking reason. <laughs> that better fucking be fake. Christ. Yeah. Yeah. God, I can't wait what? until that comes out and it has a PC port that is worse than the one that already exists for no reason. Oh and completely my God. sinks completely sinks uh, any chance for that to catch on. Boy, if for the if if The Last of Us can have what happened to that PC port, we're obviously just doomed. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's supposed to be the crown jewel of fucking Sony's empire, and it's like, just give it to Iron Galaxy. It doesn't fucking matter. Here's the thing. Here's the fun part. Iron Galaxy was like, yeah, we helped out with that a bit. 
And then Sony, the way they phrased it is like, yeah, they helped out a bit. And it's just like, I don't know, you said it was a bit, but this seems like a real Iron Galaxy joint over here. It's amazing how they're always attached to the absolute worst ports in PC gaming. At this point, I'm just convinced <laughs> Dave Lang thinks it's funny. Right? Dave Lang must absolutely be getting off on this. <laughs> anyway, just figured I'd work that rant in. Also, um, Ridge Racer Type 4 is an amazing super game. It's possibly the peak of the racing genre, theoretically. So it's horrible that the first time I ever played this game and felt literally nothing was playing the back compat of it on the PS5 because everything looks like shit because every polygon on the screen's warbling every frame. Because huh. keep in mind, the PS1 has... It doesn't have floating point processing. So polygons must begin and end on fixed pixel aligned points mm -hmm. so it's restricted to the original resolution now it's running at like um six times that so as it has a polygon that can only fit at four points but has 36 times the pixels you just watch every car on the war road just warp horribly every fucking frame and i'm like i hate this this looks hideous you've ruined such a beautiful thing and then the and then and then the Ridge Racer Two on the PSP has a uh, horrible broken UI stuff. Fuck Sony. This is this is genuinely insulting that this is what their offering is. Because what's what's the price I'm paying for this again? Let me look it up right fucking now. Because yeah. we don't talk about that enough. Is it on the the highest tier or the second tier? It's on the highest. This is the that's, most premium end of the Sony experience. That's already stupid, but that's so insane. If it was actually good, that I could remotely hear out the argument, Bob, over over the original PlayStation Plus. Yeah, this is theoretically costing me eight dollars a month by itself. Oh. Fuck you. Yeah. Go fuck yourself. Jesus Christ. I never, ever want to hear Sony ever be like, oh, piracy's so bad. <laughs> you don't get to say that when you serve slop. No. Anyways, that rants out of the way. We're going to move on to Dr. Agro. Hey, Dr. Agro, what you been playing? Uh, in, in addition to uh, the Ever game, Octopath Traveler 2. <laughs> I did finally pick up uh, Switchback VR. Uh-huh. Uh, which has been a lot of fun so far. It is... I mean, I, I really want to hammer home how spooky this game is. It is... <laughs> It is ooky spooky. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> like, it is straight up, you, you are in a thing on a roller coaster track, literally in the world, and the lights go on and off, and it makes spooky sounds, and then a zombie comes out of the wall, and oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's, um, it, it, it's an arcadey rail shooter where, like, there's, there's a bunch of objects in the environment will have a symbol on it, and you gotta shoot them, and then shoot this box to upgrade to an Uzi for a while, time crisis style. And then every now and then, like, a zombie will pop up right next to your cart, and you're like, oh, no, and you shoot it in the head, and it when its head blows up and there's gore everywhere and it's 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 campy spooky haunted house rail shooter action and it's 
it's fucking weird and it's a lot of fun. So I guess based on our Resident Evil 4 uh, force feedback video, mm. I guess the question is, did you shit your pants? <laughs> no, as it turns out, and I, I, I literally explained this to my mother when I was describing this game to her. Mm -hmm. If I'm not in control of the movement, the game's not scary anymore. Oh, huh. It's a weird mental thing where if I'm not the one choosing the pace we're going at uh -huh. nothing that's happening is half as scary i get because that. i i've got i've got two guns with infinite ammo and i don't control the pace at which the danger comes at me let's do this i do wonder then if that escape room thing from the thing i keep calling the anime trilogy of psvr <laughs> games lets you move and if that'll affect you in the same way if you ever remember what that's called i would like to look into that yeah i'll have to look into what that's called mm. yeah that's weird because i feel like when i'm playing a, a horror game it helps me to be able to just run because i just know oh yeah i can just run past this this obstacle it won't be a real problem if i get away what what if you can't get away? They'll find you. <laughs> I don't know. They, then, um, they they do really go above and beyond to to give the. I mean, like like the 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 first section is you're going through the haunted woods, and that's basically a tutorial. And then then you go to like the the dockyard full of zombies, and you're going in and out through various eras of dilapidated ships. And it's it's this long ass track you're going through, and you keep going in and out of sections, and it's like the whole thing does have this sort of realism to its design. But every time you're inside of a structure, it is very clearly this is a haunted house. <laughs> <laughs> like it's it, it's not a level themed the same way a haunted house would be. You are in a haunted house. It, it, it's a really specific aesthetic, and I dig it. Uh, are, are, it, it hmm? are there bats? Do you shoot bats? There are swarms of rats. Hmm. And I, 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 I do remember shouting terror bites uh, as I unloaded double Uzis into them. No one's, no one. And no I one. mean, yeah, no, no one, one is going to get that. Which there is was, sad. They should. Christopher Savitt told me. Yeah. There was a weird section where... Uh, like flame was spewing out of a pipe and I had to shoot three different valves to, to drain off the liquid, but the pipes, the valves were attached to were of different lengths and I had to hit them staggered so that the liquid would all hit the other end of the pipe at the same time. Ooh. Which is something I had to figure out and kind of sat there staring at this puzzle for a while. Because I didn't realize it was a puzzle. I didn't know there would be puzzles. <laughs> you didn't warn me. <laughs> the real horror puzzles. Oh, God. The, and there is some actual, uh, like, ducking in this game. Lean left, lean right, lean down to avoid getting damaged. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's a weird mix of super campy and try-hard, gory, edgy. <laughs> that's it's right in this weird sweet spot so the leaning is like actually you physically leaning or are there like buttons for it 
No, you you are actually you have to lean your head. Okay. Yeah, I, I've taken to I, I have set a, a wooden chair in the center of my living room to sit on this thing to I guess complete the experience of, of sitting in a chair in the game. <laughs> It's too seems, real. Too real. It seems to be interwoven with some mystery plot we're slowly going to go over. At the end of one level, like like the game opens and you're sitting on uh, a subway car and it crashes and spooky shit happens. And I'm oh, pretty no. sure uh, the cart ride that I'm on is in hell or on the way to it. But I think I... I I, I did a more complicated version of that valve liquid pipe puzzle, and I think I saved one of the people that was also on the subway cart. So, so, so you redeemed yourself, and you're no longer going to hell, right? No, I think I solved the puzzle, and they're no longer going to hell. Oh, that's that. You know, I don't like free handouts. I we, think their salvation should come from them solving a puzzle. <laughs> we flash back to the subway car, and I got to hear more of the voicemail from my girlfriend. I think I don't know. It's one of those games where you do a thing, and it drip feeds you more random bullshit. And I guess by the end, there's going to be a plot. <laughs> You've described a video game. <laughs> now I'm just thinking of that Slav Jank game. The uh, uh, Civi. Yeah, Civi was playing that one that involves a frozen naval Cryostasis? ship. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I think Agro would get a lot out of playing that game, actually. Probably. <laughs> I mean, I've never been let down by two people looking at each other sideways and going, I think Aggro would like that game. When's the six-month six arc of Aggro getting into Pathologic 2? We have two halves to this podcast. Which is one of those games that I don't actually know anything about it. It's just people talk about it like it's some fucking occult ritual. We just start doing spoiler casts for absolutely ancient PC games. I mean, that sounds like a plan to me. Yeah, no, that sounds great. Fuck doing Netflix shows. Coming up next, uh, Exargon? Jill of the Jungle? Stellar 7. Stellar 7? I shit my pants playing this game. <laughs> that man's face say, is scary. Uh, I will say that Switchback VR uses eye tracking uh, to good effect. Oh, God, shit. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I haven't actually met those enemies. I just met in shooting. Oh, okay. Because uh, you're, you're dual wielding the whole time. So if oh. that, that comes in handy. Yeah. Using the eye tracking. But I have found, like, if I close one eye, I can actually use the iron sights on the pistol correctly which is also very nice when I have time to do that. Yeah, I was going to say, using eye tracking, eye tracking for dual-wielding Uzi sounds even better and more important than, you know, uh, Horizon using it for a bow. Right. The bow is a single thing I could aim with, theoretically, like, one arm, you know, is doing most of the aiming. Meanwhile, two Uzis, it's like, mm -hmm. I'm just going to spray and pray for my man. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have anything but, else you want to say? No, no, that's uh, that's pretty much it. It is. Uh, it seems to be exactly what was written on the box, all cool. the way. Was there a box, or did you get it digitally? There's no box. 
No, okay. they're, I, they're, I don't think a box. This is metaphorical, and you're tearing it apart, and you're such an asshole. Bob. Look, I was curious. Like none of the VR games seem to be getting physical releases. Oh. Is there a Canadian girlfriend aggro? And I'm like, Bob, that's rude. Bob, stop. <laughs> I mean, I'm as disappointed as you are that the PSVR 2 doesn't have a disc slot on the headset and you're slipping in like GameCube sized mini discs. Oh, it needs to load. One moment. That's it the sounds haptic like, feedback. It sounds like the UMDs loading, you know, the scraping like <laughs> Yeah. Oh man, that's the you shit. You bend the headset really hard and fire a UMD. <laughs> How are you bending the headset? It's on your head. You just do one good like punch to the top. So you just punch in your nose. <laughs> Um, well, I guess that means we're going to Chris. Hey, Chris, what you been playing? He's like, I'm not here. And I told you that. <laughs> <in Discord>. four. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's, that's actually also, what I've been playing. Also, too. also, also, uh, the Minish cap, ah, which yes. I did not beat yet, but I am, I am pretty close. I think. Hmm. <laughs> that Sorry. game is, that, that game, that game's good. I don't think it's as good as Link to the Past or Link's Awakening. Oh, don't say that. Those are, I don't want to hear are that. Fucking high, those are fucking high bars, though. I mean, it is another Capcom one. Do you think it kind of ranks along with uh, Age of or Oracle of Ages? Or have you played that? Uh, the one, the how much of those I've played is that uh, it's a lot better than those because those are kind of bad. Hmm. Don't listen to From, him. He must have played seasons. <laughs> <laughs> I think I did. I, I know that one of them is the combat focused one and the other one is the actual fucking game. That's still crazy to me because I just... I don't, By chance, I don't even know if their marketing the leaned into that, but that's what everyone says now, so it must have. Right. It must have leaned into that. All I remember is being a kid and being an enforcer. It's like, oh, you can't get to this path. Which season lets the tree? And I'm like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, tell me good. about the funny hat. Uh, <laughs> it, the hat is less funny than you might think. Like, it is not an asshole. Huh. All the art made it seem like it was. It, I, there's there's official concept art of it being an asshole, but in game it's it's not really. Does it say it? <laughs> no, it does not. Oh wow, Ego Raptor exaggerated it yet again in order to have an excuse to say it. Shocking. <laughs> <laughs> in fact, it doesn't even make sense because you pretty early on you like you see the hat's not cursed form, and it's like yeah, it makes sense that he's not an asshole. That thing has a form where it's not cursed. Yeah, I didn't know that. I thought that this was some weird epic origin story was... for, for Link's hat. Yeah, I thought this thing was just like a <laughs> fucked up leech. I don't... He <laughs> was going to be like, yeah, it's the same hat for every era of time. Oh, it just eats and he just de He's dead, though, because right. it's just his skin. Because his hat ate him. Uh, <laughs> We're going uh, two visually, different directions. I like it. Visually, <laughs> very, very nice. It looks like the Super Nintendo version of Link's Awakening, which is... Uh, I always thought was a really nice looking game in general. It just like has more colors and animations and frames. Oh, doesn't... like a hypothetical Super Nintendo version? Because that doesn't yeah, exist. Yeah, like a hypothetical. Okay. Yeah, it doesn't exist. It looks like a hypothetical. Like if you made one the a Zelda game the same style in Super Nintendo Fidelity. Mm. Yeah, I was going to say, didn't, didn't Minish Cap have a sort of Wind Waker style to it? Like the Link? A little bit. Like a little bit. The Link but... edges towards that. Like his head's big. So but that's just a sprite. He's so, so big. big. His head's huge. <laughs> he has so uh, much it, bird it, it he can fixes, hold with it. It fixes the one glaring flaw of Link's Awakening, in my opinion, which is 
you're in Link's Awakening. You're con at least, at least you know, I, I I think the Switch version of this fixes it allegedly. You're constantly in the fucking menus changing items in Link's Awakening. You only That's have two buttons because you only have two buttons. And, yeah, yeah, and, and and not just that, but they'll do shit like, okay, you got to jump and you run in this room, and then immediately in the next room there's a bunch of enemies. Switch back to the fucking sword, and then after that it's run and jump again. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's really important. And in 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 Minish Cap, it feels more like they designed the dungeons to flow, and like in this segment you need this item, and in this segment you need this item. So there's more time between you needing to switch back and forth. Which makes it feel a lot better. And I assume the sword is a constant item in that instead of the... No, you only have two... The, the Game Boy Advance only has two buttons, so... <laughs> I mean, it has L and R, so... It has L and R, but R is, um... Grab. R is for, for lifting and talking. Mm. Uh, and you have a dodge roll on it. And then L? Uh, and then L is... Seems to exclusively be used for the Kinstone system... Which is uh bad. <laughs> so there are these there's these things and there's these things called kinstones. Uh and they're half of like imagine like a friendship pendant or whatever, where each person has half. Mm -hmm. It's like those. Mm. So you walk up to NPCs and a uh a, a thought bubble of a kinstone slowly appears above their head, far too slowly. In fact, you need to you need to snuggle up to them, and the moment the first of the four fucking thought bubble things appear on them, you need to hit that button. So you're not there all day. Uh, and then it's like, oh, you want to fuse kinstones? Well, here's the half I have. Do you have a matching half? And I think there's nine different varieties that they could have. And when you fuse them, uh, it makes a chest appear somewhere in the overworld or opens a door somewhere in the overworld. Or summons a special enemy that drops a lot of money in the overworld. Ooh. And this is where a lot of your heart pieces come from. Oh, of course. Okay, like this is a button. And if you push it, you get 100 rupees, but someone somewhere dies. And, and some slam, of them you slam, need to do slam, to progress. Slam. Some of them are mandatory. That sounds awful. <laughs> yeah, it's not great. Uh, it also has, you know how uh, Link's Awakening had the secret shells and you get them all and you get a prize yeah, yeah. 20? Yeah. Uh, this game cool. has mysterious shells, which are the worst mechanic in any Zelda game ever. <laughs> we luckily, just over that not, boss luckily, battle. Luckily, you do not have to interact with them at all unless you want max health, because there's a heart piece gated at the end of it. <sighs> but that's it. But here's how it works. Mm -hmm. There's a shop in, in, in Hyrule Castle Town where it's like, uh, I run the gachapon machine with figures. There's 130 figures. It works like Smash Melee's trophy gachapon, where the more you put in, the better your chances of getting a new one. If you get all 130, I'll give you a fucking heart piece or unlock no. the way oh, to a heart piece. No, no, oh, no. It that, takes, at that it point, takes you need to give me a spell. To, <laughs> it takes around 20 seconds to pull the gachapon once. Oh, no. There's 130 of these figures. No. There is not enough shells in chests and through side quests to get you all of the figures, no matter, unless you're unbelievably lucky. Which means at some point you're going to go out and be chopping the fucking grass, hoping shells pop out. And some people have told me like, yeah, if you want this, it's like 15 hours of grinding. Why is he telling me any of this? Fuck you, I'm still going into Minish Cap Optimistic. 
At least that's just one section of Minish Cap, which is disgusting. No, it's in fact... It is the, one the, entirely the, optional thing that you only have to do if you want the maximum possible health. The entire game's plot is wrapped around this. It's like the water cooler. Everyone in Hyrule gathers around <laughs> as you keep drawing the gotcha. Uh, the game has pretty interesting items. They, they don't go with any of the staples, at least not for dungeon items. Mm. Oh, that's always kind of like, fun. Like you get this uh, staff that just flips things over. Hmm. Uh, and a thing, if, uh, and and that opens a lot of areas because what you do is sometimes in in towns or houses there'll be these really big pots, mm -hmm. just like a giant version of a Zelda pot, and you flip it, and now it becomes a portal to let you shrink because you can only shrink at portals, which are just a thing with a big hole and a small hole. Like you you go through the big hole and come out the small hole, or do the reverse. Uh, and here's incredibly important information for, for playing the, the Minish Cap. Do not play without what I'm about to tell you. So when you shrink, it, it's like a 10-second animation of the hat, like casting a spell, and you shrink. If you tap the shrink button a second time during it, it instantly skips it. That's nice. I was stunned that existed in the Game Boy game for the a Game Boy Advance game. Yeah. 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 Especially since, like, the spell isn't the part that's even bad. It's that almost all the time, it's like you get a little tiny cutscene of Shrunken Link inside the portal, which is, like, a, usually a tree stump or an inverse pot or a, like, a, a boulder with a crack in it or something. And then, like, he falls down, bounces off something, and then leaves. And that's all it is. And you get it every single time unless you mash the skip button. Uh, but you get these mole mitts that let Link dig around through soft ground. Uh, you get, like, a jug that sucks in air. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. You actually get something uh, similar in, in Skyward, I oh, believe. Cool. Uh, which is used for a really bad gameplay segment where it's like, you're on a raft, control it by gust, doing gusts of wind. I don't know, that sounds pretty good. The shrinking sure doesn't really matter at all. Really? Like, it's just, okay, I see the portal. Okay, I, I have to shrink and, and, and go the one way you can go when it's shrunk. Because it gates you real hard when you're shrunk. It's like, because it's like, any, any change in the, in the, like, the ground, you can't walk over. Because you're too small. So it's like, whenever you shrink, there's really only one path to take. And at the end of the path is progress. Someone out there is just losing their mind at all times. Link's really small. Wow, look at this. It looks huge, but I'm going to turn normal size again, and this will be, in fact, small. I wonder where Midna is. <laughs> Someone's uh, drawn that. Someone has drawn of that. Course. Yeah, of course. Someone's drawn everything. Yes. Why do we need machine learning, like, AI-generated art? Everyone's drawn everything already. <laughs> But this game does include a thing that I don't think any other Zelda game gives you, which I think is an incredible upgrade that every Zelda game should have had. Mm -hmm. There's a guy that teaches Link sword techniques. And of course, he teaches you like the spin slash, of course. He also teaches you like, okay, <laughs> you, you break rocks and pots with your sword now. Oh my you God. Pick them up and throw them. You just cut through that shit. Something. One of the Zeldas before that did that too. It might have been Oracles. Oh, yeah. Where they're just like, you got that a better sword. It can break rocks. Oh, my. Yeah, that. I swear one of them did that. that that's a really great idea. 
I, yeah, it is. <laughs> now I'm remembering when we unlocked the final skill in Twilight Princess, and it was, <laughs> yeah. it was yeah. this spit attack. <laughs> spit attack, but betterer, and we're like, come on. So, <laughs> it looks so, a lot so of times bad. I, uh, a lot of times playing this, I was like, maybe they should get this guy to do a Zelda game again. He seems pretty good, like the director, and then I'm like, oh, he's the director of both Breath of the Wilds. Oh my god. Yep. Wow, I, I figured he was someone at Capcom. He was. Oh my god! Yeah, um, so he just this is this isn't like kind of an open secret in the gaming industry apparently, but everybody fucking hates working with Nintendo, like doing collaborations with Nintendo because they'll just steal your fucking people. Yeah, it's no, like you're true. pretty good. Come over here. Wow. Uh -huh. uh, like insiders have been like, yeah, Sega has had a talent problem for a while because of those fucking Mario versus Sonic games, and every one of those Nintendo's just like. We'll take that. Oh. We'll take that. And in Japan, that is even worse than it comes off as over here. Um, That's funny as shit. Yeah, it's hilarious. Yeah, someone found like, yeah, here's here's like the credit lists of, of, of one of those games. And here's all the people that went from there directly to Mario Odyssey. Yeah. <laughs> Wonder how their games are so good. Mysteries. Surprise! The, the 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 Japanese game developer almost attached at the hip to the fucking yakuza has some scummy business practices. More at eleven. <laughs> the company where it's a rumor that the mafia killed Gunpei Yokoi because the Virtual Boy failed has some bad business practices. Holy shit! Because oh he, he died in a car wreck like a year after the Virtual Boy folded. Yes. Yeah, that is true. So there were rumors. It's like it was the yakuza. They were pissed. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't think it's gonna clear, clear. It's not definitely not gonna clear Link to the Past or Link's Awakening for me, but it does okay. have improvements in other areas, and it's definitely worth playing. Yeah, I know it's been Just, one of those man, I've been that, excited to play for quite a while. That that Kinstone fusion is kind of a bad idea. That seems like very intentionally this is a quest to make your brain feel good that you did literally everything in this game, you Zelda freak. It, it's um, weird because it sounds kind of like something you do for like a link cable with real people. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. It sounds like, oh, you have this kid stone trade with your friend. Right. But you said this was necessary for progress, right? Once or twice, I you once or twice yeah. doing it unlocks progress. Yeah, see, yeah. that seems a little weird. Luckily, right. they seem to. I, I think they they color code it like green is is just bullshit. Like it'll give you a bunch of money, <laughs> and then blue blue I think will give you more substantial things, and then I think red is what is the few that are required are red. I think that's how it works. They they also do a thing that compared to Link's Awakening where they find a way to put a bunch of stuff on the same button. Like, uh, you're, you're charging your sword, like, works with different mechanics that are in the game world. Like, there's these panels where there'll be a bunch of panels, and you charge your sword and step on one, and it creates, like, a shadow clone of Link. And then you step on another one of the oh, same panels, yeah. oh. and it, it gets locked in, and you both move at once. And there's puzzles, like, get around this maze, because if, if it touches a wall, it dies. Mm -hmm. It's pretty good. Like, use that to hit switches. Sure, these head hats. <laughs> I hate I hate that petty arcade comic about Heavenly Sword. Throw throw, throw these hats at gongs and then throw these gongs at hats. It's forever stuck in my head of terrible puzzle design. Yeah, the <sighs> game has 
pretty good puzzle design. Like I like I, I wasn't just baffled at any point, except for one point, which is because uh, this game really likes walls that aren't marked that you can bomb through. And they do signpost it. They do signpost it by putting like pots on both sides of where you bomb. But mm. sometimes I'm just like, why'd they put two pots there? I don't know. And walk right <laughs> past it. <laughs> where am I supposed to go in this dungeon? I've been wandering in a circle for three hours. Oh, that's fucking weird. <laughs> Gotta turn your Korok seed brain on. Yeah. <sighs> God, that, that final dungeon in Twilight Princess like, you need to look up one last time. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's where I quit playing Twilight Princess. Is where I never. That's where I just stopped playing it. And there were multiple people in chat too who were like, "Same." Yeah, it's totally fair. They don't do any sort of like camera shows you thing. Nothing. You just fall, and you you got the boss key, and you fall, and it's like, "Well, we're back to the square one." Obviously, now I can just go beat the. What do you mean that's not on? Where? What did I miss? <laughs> Yep, that's exactly part. what happened. Then I was like, man, fuck this. I have Wii Sports. The best part that is game's I, really cool. I get back from the gas station. I'm like, okay, we're going to systematically check this temple that Bob just beat to find this switch to do this. So I go check the East Wing. There's fucking nothing. I go check the West Wing and halfway through that accidentally quit to the title screen. <laughs> so yeah. then I have to restart going in for the entrance and I look up and go, it's right fucking there. <laughs> <laughs> That was so perfect. I fucked up at even deliberately checking each room in the temple. Yes, it was rough. But technically, that helped me speedrun it. Uh, <laughs> technically. It, it's, inter it's interesting to me that this does do like the Wind Waker Twilight Princess thing of like, there's huge chunks of time between dungeons. Huh. Like you're doing all kinds of shit before you get into each dungeon. Because there's only, I think there's only four. Weird. What? Yeah, for a 2D one, that's crazy. Yeah, that is crazy. Didn't Link's Awakening have like six? I I think Link's Awakening has eight, and I think like Link to the Past has eleven. Yeah, Link to the Past has a ton, which is why all these 3D Zeldas look like wusses. <laughs> I'm like, what the except, fuck except do you mean? Ocarina, you have which also has eight. Like a chat. <laughs> no, Ocarina is fine. I think it has like one or two fewer than Link, but that's that's fine because it's 3D in a revolutionary game. Like in no right. world of like uh, what the fuck's up with you? It, it could have used more raising and lowering water levels. <laughs> I I really thought that the villain of Minish Cap, Vadi, would have more buildup, but he really just teleports in, like, I'm the villain of this game, and, and starts the plot. I feel like Ocar the Oracle games did the same thing, but I haven't played them forever, so maybe. Yeah, uh, Oracle of Ages is just like these witches did an evil thing and there was a tower, and now you're going back in time to when the tower was the thing, and that's, <laughs> yep, and then you beat the game aren't and they're the like Twin Rova? Question mark? Aren't the witches in that game just the witches from Ocarina that are the boss of the Spirit Temple? Or not the Spirit Temple, because. Yes. Fucking, yeah. Uh, Ongo Bongo is the is the boss of the Spirit Temple, right? No, he's Shadow Temple. Okay, uh, that boss, the, the the Nintendo boss, which is what I'm just gonna call it, of the of the face and two hands, is also a boss in Minish Cap. Of course, yeah. Which it makes sense to call it the Nintendo boss because Kirby Superstar has that same guy. <laughs> I Mario 64 has that guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's a popular guy. They're like, hey, check this out: two hands, but also a face. <laughs> Like, oh oh cool. man, are you gonna Scary. slam your fist on the ground and make a shockwave I have to jump over? 
<laughs> oh man, I better watch out. <laughs> oh, also Andros. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's everywhere. Oh, you're gonna clap your hands, and I have to avoid getting clapped between your hands. Oh boy, fucking shifting the oh. paradigm here. I feel like I'm starting to shift into being fucking Justin Roiland. Oh jeez, oh you're gonna, oh you're real fucking original. You're gonna, you're gonna no, slap no, no. the ground here's, and make here's... the. Here's the thing. You wouldn't be that Justin Roiland voice, though. You'd be a different one. You'd probably be uh, Rick. You'd probably just be like, oh, that's really uh, fucking oh, great. Morty. You're <clears throat> Morty. Oh, I got to jump over these fucking shockwaves. Morty. Oh, this is fucking blowing my mind. He's clapping now. <laughs> that's that's the one that would do it. God. You know, I, I wanted to bring this up here and now uh, because I don't think it's ever come up on content. Agra is like a huge fan of Ocarina. We literally, like, the fan base has no idea if Agro has any opinions on Zelda or has even fucking played it. Right. Like, in their brain, because fandoms are weird, they were probably just sitting there like, uh, Agro, child Agro, probably played Mist. And then when presented with Ocarina, he's like, what is this, Mist for babies with combat? That is, that is not <laughs> true. I distinctly remember multiple times Agro has said things to the effect of, Oh, that's one of those games I considered renting before I rented Ocarina again. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is my entire relationship to the I, Fire Emblem series. <laughs> I, 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 I'm really scared because I do want to play eventually. I've been like, okay, I have beaten every Zelda game. Yeah. Uh, I'm really scared that it's going to be like, yeah, Ocarina Time's just the best one. What, what, <laughs> fuck, you, what fuck you want out of me? <laughs> Surprise, water is wet. I'm a big fan of 2D superiority, so... I I love Ocarina. I really do. But there's something about Link to the Past I can't quite give up. Like, I don't know, hitting a specific quadrant because they didn't do the animation, right? <laughs> Link, to the Past is, Link to the Past is, like, beautiful in its simplicity. Mm -hmm. Where it's like, yeah, we don't really have, like, characters for you to interact with yet. You're just... It, it's like the original Zelda, but, like, super original Zelda. I don't know what you're talking about. There's the blacksmith. There's that guy in that weird hole that's like an imp that tries to curse you and fucks it up. There's there's blind the thief. What a cool dude. There are plenty of amazing characters. There, what about the sages? There, there's the Deku scrubs in, in Minish Cap, and they're really funny to interact with because they, they sell you things. They're merchant Deku scrubs. Mm -hmm. But they won't sell you things until you reflect one of their projectiles back into their face. So it just feels like Link is just running up and hitting them between the eyes and being like, here's some fucking money. Give me the thing. Yeah. Didn't Ocarina do that exact thing? Either that or Majora's. I'm pretty yeah, sure they, they, it's they do an Ocarina. If, yeah. If you, yeah. If you hit them back with the nut, they'll, they'll offer to sell you one thing, which is usually better than you can buy it in other shops. I really appreciate someone in chat trying their best to spell Sahasrala. Which is understandably <laughs> difficult. Yeah. Yeah, that's a mess of a name. S sages all need to have complicated names like that. <laughs> I, I, if I remember correctly, you know, go to, you go to the Dark World and Link to the Past spoilers. <laughs> and the, eighth, <laughs> the eighth maiden's like, I'm Zelda, duh. <laughs> I'm just like, ah, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Oh. Yo, you're a fucking legend. And she's like, yes. <laughs> I always, I always, Link to the Past, I always remember the Nintendo Power Manga, where it has that yes. dude who just turns into a hawk for no reason. It's like, we need another character other than Link. Yeah. Here's this, here's this dude that just, and because I think it was an artist who worked on Cyborg 009. He's like, yeah, it's just one of those characters, but in armor. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't have anything else to say about Minish Cap, and that's all I really played. 
Uh, I forgot one important game to talk about. Yeah. I beat Gran Turismo 7 this week. Oh, yeah. You finally did that. I was only five races or eight races away from the end. Five of those are in one world tour. Of course. I'm like, oh, my God. Why didn't I beat this? Uh, I booted it up because they added a 120 frames per second mode and... After having played it in PSVR 2, I'm playing it in the 120 frames per second mode, and I'm like, yo, this looks the fucking same as it did originally. <laughs> I've been in the car. This doesn't hit the same. Uh, but that game's gorgeous. The HDR in that game, absolutely amazing. Like, everything in it looks absolutely gorgeous. I kind of wanted to come to PC so I could see it like 4K 120. Fair. Oof, that'd be nice. But, uh, yeah, I know I did enough for the game. Uh, you know, I'm going to say spoilers on game of the year is absolutely okay. Cause we're in April, right? Uh, I did enough for the game by giving it my game of the year, but I swear that is not enough lip service to that game. What an amazing one of those. Good luck making another Sony. Good luck competing with that Forza. Absolutely amazing experience. I loved it so much. And the fact there are more menus after you beat the game mm. that you could just go do any of them. Yeah, I have to assume they're just going to keep updating this game for the whole lifespan of the PS5. The weird thing is the way they talked about it, it sounded like they moved on to something else. Yeah, it sounded like they're making a different game. And I'm like, oh, tour, tourist trophy? That would be really cool. That would be hype as shit, especially in VR. I'm screaming. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you man. stop being in a car going 180 was fucking scary. Let me introduce you to being on a motorcycle and going any speed. I feel like Tourist Trophy did not have enough motorcycles. Really? Like, I, I, for some reason, I remember that. Like they didn't that have games enough... nothing but motorcycles. Oh yeah, yeah. It's only motorcycles. But I thought like they did not oh, have enough, enough different, different motorcycles. motorcycles. Okay. I was like, everyone racing is in a motorcycle. Right. There so... is no more slots. <laughs> so I I have to assume <laughs> either I'm remembering wrong. They did license a lot of stuff, or if they come back to it, that they will fix that and they will get a lot of licenses and get a bunch of different brands because. I'd love to see that. Maybe I'm deranged, but I'm kind of sitting here. I'm like, you know what? Let Polyphony try to take on the multiple vehicle genre. Because, you know, a lot of people have tried it. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm really interested in how that would go. Or even try to do something really different and try to make an open world game for once. Yeah, they could do their own Horizon sort of deal. Yeah, I was honestly thinking more of Burnout uh, <laughs> Paradise. But uh, yes, like Horizon, they should try their own. I guess the reason I was thinking of Burnout rather than Horizon is Horizon's all about these giant empty vistas. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of it is empty. Yeah. Whereas I was thinking a city or a place with shit in it. <laughs> it, it would be really cool to see them approach it because they would bring like a, a layer of class. Right. It would make it enjoyable, whereas... They have it's a different just, angle. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's not the... For, for, Forza Horizon's just a fucking Ubisoft game. It is. Like, it's set in some weird party universe. That's Everyone isn't a Zoomer. They're the corporate idea of a Zoomer. Right. That's what... It's like, it's like the weird, dark version of a Tony Hawk game. Y yeah, yes. I want to call them Juggalos, but it's like, no, that has more soul. Yeah, Juggalos have nothing but soul. Right. Sometimes their Some soul gets out of control. They have too much soul. Exactly. <laughs> right? That's where I was heading to. <laughs> but yeah, I would love to see that. So I'm excited for what Polyphony does next because this game. Oh man, even just talking about technologically, 
you know, we dealt with every Gran Turismo since three, just taking forever to load and having a nightmare, a UI in a sense, and mm-hmm. all these downsides, countless downsides. And then this one's just like, hey, I fixed all of those and I have a really great structure for my single player. And I'm like, oh my God, I couldn't even have hoped for something as good as you to roll around. Holy crap. So hopefully, you know, the next game isn't just directly another Gran Turismo. I really hope it's a tourist trophy or an open world thing, or a multiple vehicle type thing. Like, you know, technically MotorStorm was another attempt at the yeah. multiple vehicle thing. I would really love to see that. Anyways, Gran Turismo 7 is a great game, and I'm going to, because I can't talk about it without saying this, I'm going to say for the fucking 20th time probably, everyone who pissed him out about microtransactions at launch is a fucking moron. Anyways, with that done, I think that's all the games. Hey, Bob, what do you got going on in the next week? <laughs> Obviously, we're done with big... Th- oh, wait, the Podlords! Ah! Oh, where'd fuck. they come from? That's a different song. One second. The Podlords! Oh. oh, I'm relieved now. Oh, so <laughs> soothing, these Podlords. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's kind of nice. Get a little Podlord, Pod actually. If they don't remix this for the new game, I'll be upset. Oh, yeah, if there's not... If there's not an Armored Core Nexus remix theme or... Uh, Shape Memory Alloys remix theme. I'm going to be upset. You know that, right? Yeah. I'm just going to be mad. Especially if they don't get Kota Hoshino back to music. Anyways, they're the Podlords! <laughs> Podlords such as... Whoosh. Oh, that's not... Uh. Podlords! Ah! Oh, fuck. Podlords. <laughs> Podlords such as E. Lee Broyles. Finally, it's happening. Hmm. BN12. Red Blaze 27. Suzu Shiro. Shibi Agato. She is intimidated by the enormity of the world. Fair. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 101 Shades of Wonderful Remastered. WTF Spider-Man. A Draco wondering when their motherboard will come back from the war. Oh no. Human shit. <laughs> Bob. Yeah. Do you know who that is? No clue. You do, but you don't recognize them. <laughs> Great. It's a man. Yeah, it's weird that he just like morphed into like they fused him with Walt Disney. Yeah, like why does he have that mustache? Yeah, he got the There's mustache. no good reason for it. What? Sonic in Family Guy death pose was also my favorite part of April Fool's Day. Fair. DFW 3K, Mudbun, Shiny Mew, Kristen. Kyle Bjork. Lord Biffo comes for you. Praise be to the Beano. Mm. Mm. Iron Aggro. Blig the Blue, Schlig the Spoo. Monster Hunter. Ryzen and Raiden. Cooper Tank. Fun fact, in the Filipino dub of Yu Yu Hakusho, the main character is named Eugene. Love shit like that. <laughs> Fuck, that's so good somehow. <laughs> 
Neko Norn, Nyan Cenobite. Mm. Oh, is this is this some shit from Magic the Gathering? Oh. Indigo Sykes, Drive Typecast. You know what they say about big feet. Turns out Nessie's is bigger. Congratulations to Team Shiver on the Splatfest. Check out my sweet turtle. She's a mood. I've Aww. seen Tosh make that exact Aww. face. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. A raccoon that really hates daylight savings. <laughs> Shinji 16 and DPS Kud want to remind you that you matter, you are valid, and you deserve to be happy while gut punking, punching Republicans. <laughs> Speak that true. <laughs> the Superman. We're traveling across Soul Society to find the afterlife's finest plotting projects and plans. Oh my god. god. Damn it. Oh, oh my so god. god. It god was so good. It was so good. It's so good. Kari, after two years in the human world. <laughs> he changed. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I need that on a poster. Sarah <laughs> yeah. Tomothy Fister's bank account. Seeing the Battlefoot Network Legacy Collection, Advanced Wars, and Final Fantasy Pixel Remasters drop within the span of one week. Oh, that's uh, rough. Get wrecked, <laughs> scrub. I'm above buying the collection of games 30 years old. I'll buy the collection of games 20 years old. Thank you. What do you mean there are two? Uh, I'll buy the 20 year old collection of games that doesn't have Aaron Hansen in it. <laughs> Wait, oh no, oh no, oh no. Is there voice acting in advance words that he's in it? Mm hmm. No. No. I think he's Max. Why? No. Uh, not disgusting. Oh man, you. Mm, I should have never learned this. This is upsetting. Why did you do this in Pod Lords? Anyways, <laughs> Bearded Joe, Pleochrome, Krunglespum, <laughs> zooming in a little bit on accident. <laughs> My favorite Pod Lord. <laughs> Boy, I sure love interest rates getting so bad that renting is my best option for another year. Great. That part's bad, but consider interest rates getting bad means every company is now burning to the ground because they all got used to money not being real. It's neat. Wishing everyone a happy dingus day this Monday. May your women be soaked and spanked with pussy willow branches. Sorry, oh, apparently no oh. one no one no one in the podcast is celebrating. <laughs> There's no fucking way Midna's design was an accident. <laughs> that shit was 100 percent intentional. <laughs> Yeah, that, I, I remember that video that was like one of the first AI voice yeah. things. Yeah. Kind of like shit. <laughs> yeah. 
aggro talking about Lords of the Fallen, the new one, made me think, what if they were all just called Final Fantasy? No number. <laughs> oh, God. Chaos timeline. <laughs> it's unhinged. There is no such thing as freaking hockey men. That is just a cope made by people with agendas. But the Renegon lets me see through agendas. <laughs> <laughs> and slightly above average. Thank you very much to our pod lords. Thank you, pod lords. Thank you, pod lords. Thank you, pod lords. Thank you, pod lords. Bum, 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 if you'd bum, like bum, to become. Bum, bum, bum. Thank you, pod lords. And if you'd like. <laughs> And if you'd like to become a podler, you can go to our Patreon at patreon.com slash gbpodcast. For as little as $5 a month, you get access to many benefits, such as early access to Chugging Bleach and Pokemon Go to the Movies, our two monthly anime review podcasts. Uh, you also get extended content from other things we do when indeed such content exists for you to be given. You also get a patron-exclusive show, one a month, wherein you get to vote on what good or bad thing we have to watch and then talk about. And if it's a bad thing, you also get a commentary track for that thing, which are not released publicly, meaning you have a big backlog of content. A big backlog of content. If you give to the Patreon, Patreon for the first time, you also get access to a film. This is not a joke or a bit or comedy. You get access to a film called Isolation 119. It is the only place on the internet you can get access to this film. It is a delightful movie about a man trying to get a tax write-off and possibly solving a mystery. He doesn't really focus too hard on that one. Yeah, don't want to stress <laughs> yourself out solving <laughs> yeah. the mystery of, is my brother dead? <laughs> uh, but that is patreon.com slash gbpodcast. And if you don't have any money, it always helps immensely to tell your friends. Rate us on Thursdays before Twitch removes that feature. Rate us on your podcast app of choice. Or uh, like this video on YouTube if you're watching that way right now. Please. Yeah. We're begging. That That is patreon.com slash gbpodcasts. GB podcast. It's in the game. Uh, we got news. I have like a sassy teenage girl energy to that. Ugh, we have news. Uh, you like news? Why do we not have a news jingle? I don't know, man. No. Yeah, that one's taken. One second. We need to. Oh, I, I know. Here's here's okay, everyone. We're just gonna try this out for one week. Here's our new he, this is you all need to be excited for news. Yeah. News is pretty fucking epic, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> but that's all you get to listen to. Yeah, I, I worry that's, that that's stolen from someone who will come for us. Uh well, I mean they can't come for us for the stolen version. <laughs> Don't worry, Pudakai soundtrack is, sh is safe. You, it can't hurt you. It's got two layers of being stolen, so <laughs> it's, it's true. Safe. We're safe. It's double jeopardy. That's how that works. <laughs> uh, we're going to start off. Oh, man, there's actually news I really want to talk about in every direction, but I'm a greedy, greedy boy. Okay? All right. Bob, What's tell that? them about the Ark Paradigm. <laughs> Because I, Bob and I, I finally finished the Resident Evil 4 force, uh, force feedback video. Every time I go to say that name, I'm so close to saying Forspoken. I'm also, also, almost always expected. We really shouldn't have made the first episode about that. I have to stay up a day straight to fix my sleep schedule. And as I'm playing Mario 64 and my brain is dying, Bob tries to explain to me for, I don't know, 10 minutes straight how insanely fucked this situation is with Arc 1. Not even 2. Well, technically also. Yes. But... Let's go, Bob. All right. To preface this, Arc 2 
was delayed until late 2024. Which means it was supposed to be this year. Which just means so we're not at all 2024. If you have a functioning brain and pattern <laughs> recognition, yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right, just get that in your head and remember that we're okay. about to go into what's happening to Ark Survival Evolved. You know, Dino Game came out something like five, six, seven years ago. Yeah, I think it was seven. Actually, yeah. it's been a while. It was yes. longer than that. I think. Yeah. It it will now. It is being replaced by Sur- Ark Survival Ascended, um, which is going to be on PS5, Xbox Series systems, and mm-hmm. PC. That name's sending me. I'm sorry. So <laughs> Ark Survival Ascended is on next-gen, as in current-gen, consoles and PC. Yes. It okay. comes out in August. Okay. When it releases, they are shutting down all the servers for Survival Evolved. No. <laughs> oh. oh. Uh, that doesn't mean you can no longer play that game, but that does mean there is no longer any official servers to play on. So you what? can So you can make Got your own it. single player game or you can join an unofficial server. Hmm. Uh, I can't do that on a console, can I? I don't think so, but maybe. Cool. Great. Awesome. So uh, so I wonder what even happens to the switch owners or any last I, gen I, people. I, I guess they're just, they just SOL. Yeah, I assume they just can't play online anymore. Maybe there is a server browser. It's unclear. So let's let's well, say Well, this this is fine as long as this new upgrade's free. It is free, right, Bob? <laughs> well, that's funny, Chris. This new upgrade was teased as being free a few months ago by the <laughs> co-founder of the studio. And still is today. Wow, Bob, way to frame a positive. (laughs) They could have taken this opportunity to do some absolute ass-backwards horseshit to the consumer. Yeah, that was like, that's like the opposite of the cop voice that journalists use, like even more extreme than the passive voice. It's like the reverse of that word, as aggressive as possible for no reason. (laughs) So on Xbox and on PC, Uh you can buy this for $50. What are you... Uh, this is just the first game. This is the first game, yes. N- no, that is a bundle. It's a, it is a b- bundle with two when that comes out. So for $50, I get the game I already own, but the servers work and ARC 2. And then since the Xbox signed the deal with them, on the PS5, you can buy the game alone because ARC 2 is not coming to the PS5. And that will be $40. $40 for this game you oh, already own. Oh, go fuck own. yourself. Yeah. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, it's like, like this is the worst case. Even like even the control <laughs> thing, which is it was a disaster for them, uh-huh. is still better than this. Uh-huh. Just fucking chase I... off your entire fucking audience, you dipshits. It's not like you're in the most overcrowded genre to have ever existed. So here's the best <laughs> no, thing. Look, these freeloaders have been playing this game for long enough. It's high time they bought it again. Oh, okay, Agro. That makes perfect sense. Yeah, this literally comes off as a retro gaming YouTuber's like cynical games are so bad now that everyone does this and they say something insane that no one has ever done. Well, now it's real. Right. And I've not even gotten to the part that I think is probably the craziest. We'll go right ahead. That is the base game. It does not come with the expansions they already made for the original game. They want you to buy those again. This is unhinged. Um, they're $20 a piece for two different passes, like two different sets of expansions. So if you're lucky enough to be on Xbox or PC, you can pay a measly $90 yeah. to access the content you probably already own as an ARC fan. Mm-hmm. And it's not even all out in August. 
one expansion is out in August. <laughs> you have you you have to pay for the ones that come out for an entire year after that. It, it's speechless. It, it seems like this is yeah, like so, you're saying. So here's my here's possible. my prediction. Here's my prediction. Uh, everybody who plays on PC will just be like, "Fuck you!" I'm playing on unofficial servers, continuing mm -hmm. to use the game I own. Yep. Uh, and nobody on consoles will upgrade. Probably. This is the UE5 version. It's gonna look real nice. Yeah, this is using Unreal Engine Five. You guys, isn't that worth it? Yeah, it's totally. Worth is, it. is it gonna be as brutally unoptimized as Arc was when it originally launched? Almost <laughs> definitely. This oh. shit's gonna just use the built-in like lumen shit. It's not even gonna be software mode. Mm -hmm. So it's gonna run at like twenty. It's gonna run like that Matrix tech demo. It, the the funny, well, the horrible thing is that it feels <laughs> like this whole thing, like this whole project, feels like it's them getting ready to make a work full work for Unreal or Arc Two, right? Which is on Unreal Five, which is totally gonna ship at the end of next year. Shut up. We don't have these. <laughs> We don't have the expansions ready. Yeah, okay. It came out years ago for this horrible, like, bleeding you for money re-release of the original, but the new game's gonna be ready by the end of next year. And there'll be content in it. Absolutely happening. I would, I would go ahead and take this moment to be like, hey guys, you, you know how Ark is also one of those smaller games that blew up insanely and made a shitload of money and then got Vin Diesel to sign for the sequel? Mm-hmm. That sure seems like a classic story we've seen too many times of a thing that di didn't know how to manage success and really didn't plan for it at all doing really well for the first game and then just fucking up hardcore. Yeah, this really does reek of, oh, you ran out of money trying to make art too, didn't you? Yeah. Which is insane that, that this is their answer, not being it's like, insane why did we make more expansions? It's insane Something that the people who made Ark could run out of money. <laughs> yes! Oh. It's amazing how, like, as, you know, Math is saying in the chat, success absolutely can ruin a motherfucker. Yeah. Something tells me Ark as a thing might be in a better position right now if it did less well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just a little less well, even. Mm -hmm. not less well enough for them not to sign Vin Diesel and get an animated <laughs> series made. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. That, that really does sound like the arc of this game was like... <laughs> the arc. Clap. Oh, fuck! The video essay starts now! <laughs> uh, the arc of this game was like, okay, we're gonna, we're gonna make a billion trillion dollars with arc 2. We're gonna get Vin Diesel, where he's gonna be in this game. We're gonna make this TV show. Oh, our fucking money's gone. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, we weren't as smart as we thought we were. Uh-oh, uh-oh, your ass is getting John Goodman and fucking raged. <laughs> Get out of this fucking game in the first two hours, you fat sack of shit. We don't have that much money. How, How did... This is like the only game Microsoft signed is exclusivity. Uh huh. And how did they make end up getting the one like all of their games where it's just a CG trailer and clearly a giant empty house? Because they have <laughs> no idea what running a good studio looks like. And they have terrible taste. So anyways, you now know the Ark Survival Ascended Paradigm. Please be excited when it releases in August and Ark 2 comes out at the end of 2024. <laughs> at least we have a candidate for most likely to be delayed now. Right. <laughs> Can 
candidate, it's going to have to sponsor the category. <laughs> anyway, uh, Bob, let's go ahead and get through your other news. Sure. Uh, we got the date for a Gamescom opening live. Uh, Weird that they would yell about that immediately as the ESA goes, oh, I'm dead. <laughs> yes. So this is Jeff Keighley's second show in the sh- summer because there's also uh, Summer Game Summer Fest. Game Fest. Yeah. Uh, but this is the one at the end of the summer, August 22nd for Gamescom. I'm sorry. There was a bit on Jeff Gersman's show where one of the chat members is like, Summer Games Fest always came off as an ad. And he's like, what the fuck do you think E3 is? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all of these are ads, but they're for stuff we like. <laughs> yeah, but I like those ads. These ads are scummy. <laughs> Oh man! Imagine being such such a weird chat member two podcast are making fun of you. <laughs> Anyways, that's cool, Bob. That'll that'll team up very nice. I'll play Ark Survival Ascended at the same time as I'm watching Opening Night Live, but not like, with all my content. They they couldn't even. They just said August. They didn't even give a date, which seems yeah. crazy. Like, yeah. you can't even nail down the day in August you're releasing that? I no, don't even Bob, believe you're releasing it now. They're like, of course we can't nail that down. That's five months from now. And then someone's like, actually, it's four. And they're like, oh, shit. Maybe it's not August. <laughs> uh, we also had PlayStation handheld rumors come out this week. <laughs> I will bite my tongue until you finish saying the words. Uh, so Tom Henderson reported this. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's codenamed Q Light and focuses on remote play. And it's going to come out sometime between that that PS5 with the detachable disk drive and the PS5 Pro. If any now, of these things are real. Worth <laughs> noting, I'm pretty sure Tom Henderson is the source on both of those. Yeah. Meaning... My theory I floated the last time this came up of they're giving it bad info to out the leak. Mm -hmm. Might be true. This is the funniest case of that ever. Just like this dumb motherfucker announced three different things that seemed ludicrous. And he just kept saying it. I hope this is real. Yeah. Because it's a fucking terrible, stupid idea. And Sony needs a black eye bad. Right. This would like th- this I'm, thing I'm, would just eat shit immediately. Yeah. Like I'm not saying it sounds smart. I'm saying it sounds like Sony would do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They've gotten a little bit too smug because look at their competition. Yeah. <sighs> and this kind of thing is exactly like yes, yes. Please ship a product that your product like this is their version of like the Sega CD, or it's even dumber than the Sega CD. It's like the Sega CD32. It's like, you gave us a bunch of money. Now give us even more money for something that sucks. Well, people kept saying that the Series S was a really good thing for the bedroom. (laughs) Who knows why, but they kept saying it. And Sony's like, well, what if we made a remote play portable? You'd think they'd see these other cloud portables come out and just explode, like, immediately. Mm-hmm. And be like, we don't need to well, get in that space. Well, that That's not was real. their bad, inherently doomed idea. Unlike our immaculate, perfect <laughs> idea that is guaranteed to succeed. Because we have a good brand, and their brand's bad brand. <laughs> it's uh, like we, it's like we have sadly come to learn doing this podcast. No company will learn from the failure of another company. They themselves must fail at the same thing. Or hire Phil Harrison. (laughs) (laughs) 
Those are the only two options. They're Wait, both then fail at the same thing. <laughs> well, let's be real. You you can you don't have to take you don't have to accept the title of we failed at doing a thing if Phil Harrison's there because you could just go the, the bug which is cursed and did it again. Yeah, yeah. We we got the guy that everything he touches turns to ash. Like, why'd you get that guy? And then they're just like, mm. I don't know. He talked about PlayStation Home and it seemed pretty cool. <laughs> Oh my god. Like, how do you be responsible for the PS3 launch, the Xbox One launch, and then Stadia? Like, that's three strikes, you're out. Get out of the industry, you're done. It's over. <laughs> Go be annoying, more wealthy than any of us will ever be somewhere where we don't have to perceive you, ever. <laughs> um. So on this PlayStation thing. Yeah. If you look at the Steam Deck and then the successors, the market successors and competitors to the Steam Deck, you can see that we're getting PS4 Plus level performance out of these now. Mm -hmm. I have to wonder if Sony could re realize an engineer a way to play like PS4 games on a portable. Because I think there's a lot of value in that specifically. Yeah, that, that could be really cool. That could be amazing. And I think a lot of people would be interested. And since it couldn't accept discs, it would have to be a digital-only platform. Mm -hmm. But maybe, they, maybe it could even do something that is a little bit more sensible. And it's like, it can pair with your console. So if you own the disc, we'll let you download the game onto this. Uh, that becomes a weird digital yeah. rights thing. Yeah, I feel like they that's too kind for Sony. <laughs> I feel like someone else would have done that around 2001 with something at some point, but I don't know if Sony would do that nowadays. But I, I think it absolutely would make sense for them to try to do something like that. So, of course, they're doing this remote play portable. <laughs> yeah, it's like what we uh, did the PlayStation Now version that no one wants. And it's like, like don't you have matrix from playstation now proving no one wants this and they're like shut up <laughs> you'll want it when i sell you this thing uh, how many people use a remote play right now shut up I shut your honest. mouth uh, <laughs> we, we, according to our statistic some guy in niceville florida uses it to play octopath traveler 2 and nobody else in human history that's and why also my some guy's so still good layer <laughs> yeah that's why yeah, I don't know. The last time I used remote play, it was on. Uh, I was playing Blaze Blue from a city away from my PS3, and I was like, you know what? Pretty, pretty, pretty nice. All things considered, <laughs> <laughs> this is working out okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if they're actually going to do this. Mm -hmm. And Tom Henderson's giving us the most insane scoops of Sony's uh, insanity, right? Because. The weird separated disk drive PS5 is already like hilarious in its own way. Mm -hmm. Which to to date, I'm still just like, so do you even sell two SKUs anymore? Do you just sell one and then say buy the disk drive separately? I, yeah, I don't know. Because it would save shelf space if they just sold the disk drive separate, I'm sure. Because mm -hmm. enough people would be dumb enough to just be like, I got the digital one and don't care. I say dumb because they would regret it later. <laughs> yeah, just to be clear, um, I don't know. I don't know. I still think the pro stupid, and I still don't believe that they will literally have to announce a pro. Yeah, I for hard details. I'm just like what with the PS4 Pro that actually gave a pretty big performance boost because the PS4 was a potato. 
Yeah. And it also gave you HDR. It gave you proper HDR because remember, the vanilla PS4 can do HDR. It is just the most retro engineered <laughs> shit and it has obvious banding and looks bad, but it gave but, you like, real HDR and 4K output. Yeah. Unless Sony's going to be like, uh, yeah, we're going to force every game to have 120 FPS mode that uses this fucking PS4 Pro. Like, which they're not. So there's which, no reason for it to exist. And here's the thing. Most games are for like the 120 frames per second mode are CPU limited, not GPU. And every day I just go, how are you going to solve that? These CPUs are good. Like you <laughs> can make them better. Sure. But it won't be the easiest thing. So yeah, the pro two two dates still just makes you go, what? These are like the strongest consoles we've had since 2005. What do you mean? And, and, and that detachable thing... That detachable disc thing just sounds like something cooked up to trick a, a leaker. It, it's like, it well, does sound well, really like good. All three it of has, these sound like, uh, let's see if he says it. Man, this guy did it, it, it again. It, it, has, it has this thread of logic to it. Of it's like, okay, Sony's tired of making two different models of PS5. Instead of just no longer making the digital one, which would be the correct option, <laughs> they they now want to make instead of shipping you a ps5 with a disc drive they ship you the same one with the addition of this thing that will attach onto it like a tumor i hope the idea is its design really makes that work like even better than the current stand mm -hmm. attaches like it literally needs to feel like sliding in a compartment it goes gashunk Right, right. That's the only way that sort of thing would be acceptable at all, because otherwise it'd just be hideous, and no one. And would it would make a terrible sound as it spins the disc. Yeah, which the PS5 and does sporadically. <laughs> yes, it does. This this really does feel fake, because there was that rumor of Microsoft supposedly doing this for the Series S, like they were going to release a detachable disc drive for the Series S. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and this and this feels like an offshoot. That's like they're going to, in case you're a fucking idiot who's like, I want an all digital console oh shit i now realize my hubris i'm fucked that you will be able to correct your hubris yeah the only way i can see that really working out in someone's advantage is like maybe they can't afford you know you know because back in the day uh they used to sell you the memory card separately to save money on manufacturing the console then you had to pay the extra for the memory card down the road mm -hmm. uh, whereas now we save we save games on the system um this could be kind of like that where it's like oh well i can only afford the console at launch we'll just get the 400 dollars ps5 mm -hmm. and then down the road i'll buy the fucking disc drive here's the thing though i still need a thin ps5 that costs less than 400 yeah no get i that, I, I get really that hope number we're, lower i hope we're getting that i really do because i i think these consoles are swell i really do if the Xbox ran an idealized OS and wasn't stupid in a number of different ways, I would say it is equally as good as a PS5 because performance-wise, it really is. It really is. It is, in fact, better in a number of ways. Like, its variable refresh rate goes low enough where the whole idea makes sense because Sony's doesn't go low enough. It actually stops at, like, I'm sure chat remembers, but it stops at, like, a weirdly high number. And it's like, guys, the point was to smooth out things below 30 as well. And they're like, oh, we didn't get that. <laughs> we didn't design it. Yeah, it's like 48 or something. It's like, ooh, all of 12 frames worth of smoothing. Good job, assholes. Um, but yeah, these are great consoles. Yeah. I want it in more people's hands. I don't need a pro. <laughs> <laughs> 
to be clear, when you later go, Dan, you said you didn't need a pro and you bought one. Yeah, of course. You're not going to own me. Yeah, of course we'll buy it. Yeah, I don't need a pro. Yeah, the PS5 Pro will make anything run better, so of course I'll buy it. What? Do you think I'm stupid in a way that doesn't involve me spending $600 on something I don't need? <laughs> yeah, at the end of the day, we're playing like 99% of our games on this bastard. Of course I want like... Yeah, I want to play the get the consoles that can play the RE4 remake with the cool hair at 60. Right. But the thing is, like, it's a really strong system. There really is no need for that. Um, I say this as someone who played RE4 Remake on a 4090, and I had the perfect hair forever and ran at 100 (laughs) frames per second in 4K. And now that I have the DLSS injection, I can actually run it even better. God, I hope that Mercenaries update goes up tonight. Ooh. I hope it does. Is it supposed to? It goes. It's supposed to be tomorrow. But I'm hoping it just like hits the live and does it so fast. I know so fast. I was expecting that shit to be six months later. Yeah. And then they're like, yeah, it's, it's out in two weeks. Oh, it's live for some people. Ooh. Oh my <laughs> Here's God. some news. I'm ending this podcast. <laughs> what happened? Blow it out your ass. <laughs> I guess that's probably enough. If I was talking about the PlayStation stuff, I can move on to Evo Japan announcements. Ooh. Wasn't it on April Fools again or something? It, they, Evo Japan lined it up perfectly with April Fools. I don't think that <laughs> happened before. I think that's well, this year exclusive. I mean, aiding did that coincidentally. No, it's not aiding. It's the people who made a uh, Fexel. Yes, who Fexel credits Akira, right? Or yeah, Arika? Arika, Arika, Arika. Yeah, they they absolutely did their April Fools announcements of Fexel all those years ago. Yes. But that's just because they're goofy and know all, that they had a game with uh, Skullamania. So all of course. I'm thinking about is that the Japanese fighting game scene are a bunch of jokers. <laughs> what? That's what no I'm way. figuring out. Anyways, what they announced, Bob? Uh, Grand Blue Fantasy versus Rising showed off the <laughs> new character, uh, Siegfried. Ascended. Good. I can play this <laughs> while I'm playing Ark. <laughs> uh, is this a joke about Siegfried and Soul Calibur, or is this motherfucker's name actually This guy's Siegfried? name's actually Siegfried. Ooh. He's a grand blue character. He looks pretty cool. He's got, like, cool dark knight armor and um, big Ooh. sword. Uh, so that's pretty cool. And they said that the uh, online beta test is going to be in May. Man, I forgot that this correct version of this game's coming out this year. I know. Because, man, that change. This really you, is an insane year for fighting this games. This changes everything. You guys need to understand that single player was fucking unplayable with the load times before. And now it's going to be a PS5 game? Mm hmm. I'm really excited for this. Yeah. Local asshole paints manhole different color. Local idiot falls down in hole again. Uh, yeah, they're adding new mechanics. And this should load faster because it's on PS5. It's exciting. So hopefully this is like a really great game now. Yeah, we got that beta test in May. Yeah, so we'll we'll know in May. We'll know in May how fast it loads. Yes. Uh, then I there's a big block of SNK news. Uh, they announced that KOF 13. Uh, they're doing a version called Global Match, which comes to PS4 and Switch with rollback netcode, and there's an open beta for that this summer. Okay. This is the, the the last one of them that was 2D. Yeah, like the this, one that had did it 2D over 3D models. Was that how? It yeah, was they designed? drew. It was Pixar yeah. drawn over 3D models, and some of it looks hideous. 
And Great. that still killed them because they were like, yeah, every character has half as many moves as they normally do because we're fucking dying trying to make this. Yeah, they yeah, explained they... how long it may, took to make a single one of those characters. It was nuts. It, it made no sense. It was like, but it kind of looks worse than what you used to do. Yes. Yuri's literally a horrible goblin woman with t t tentacle arms. Yeah. How'd this happen? Future. <laughs> Uh, anyway, that's coming out so people can enjoy it again on PS4 and Switch. Any idea what they're going to charge for that shit? They, I don't think they said. They're like $60. <sighs> like, what the fuck's wrong There's with no you? no way, right? I'm seeing in chat, 13 Athena is horrendous. Oh, no. I'm going to look that up while Bob moves on. <laughs> uh, they also showed off artwork for their new Garo slash Fatal Fury game entry. They still don't have like an official title for this. But hey, did they show it off artwork for Terry, Andy, and Joe Higaishi? Um, so those are typical F Fatal Fury characters. It would be weird if they weren't there, but it is a Garo game, so I guess we might not expect it. And this actually moves the timeline forward, something they are terrified of doing the King of Fighters series because they wanted to make a Fatal Fury entry. It's weird. Yeah, it, I mean... King of Fighters was always kind of like the dream match of all their guys, so it makes sense that they don't want to be like, yeah, Geese is just fucking dead. <laughs> right. <laughs> Super Smash Brothers killed Luigi. <laughs> <laughs> um, KOF 15, they said that uh, they're adding Go Nets for free. Meets Have Go Nets. Go Nuts. <laughs> uh, he's the, the wind dude that was in I he is the which, wind? Yes, he is the wind. He is the wind. He's got like a blue coat and he's, he's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, he's, I, he's the final boss of 96. 96, okay. I could not remember which one he was from. Because I, I mainly think about him being in SNK versus Capcom SVC Chaos. Jesus. Because uh, he's in there. <laughs> and uh, they showed a trailer for Civil... Sylvia Palapala, who is their like um what? top idol character they introduced in the last King of Fighters and it's coming back in this new new DLC. Sylvia Palapala? Yeah, she looks like Pemu Pemu what is that ambassador of like Kauai or whatever that they made? Whatever. You can look her up. She's what? real goofy. <laughs> Bob's just talking about the ambassador of Kauai. What? Did he stutter? <laughs> yeah, there it is in chat. Uh, Kairu Pamu Pamu. It's literally that, but in King of Fighters. Yeah, she's like the, the, the fucking freak girl. Anyways, here's Athena from 13, apparently. She looks weird. She's got like a face that looks wrong. Yeah, she's not great. Uh, Yuri's still worse. <laughs> See how she has, um, I don't know shape to any part of her body and it isn't just all tentacle arms and legs <laughs> i guess her her arms are pretty noodly though yeah she's got she's also got creepy eyes yeah there's something about that anyway uh and then the last thing from evo japan uh they showed off two new characters for tekken 8 mm -hmm. uh asuka tazama <laughs> what, what's up Akra? don't no, worry about nothing. it Bob. everything's fine <laughs> asuka kazama and uh and Leroy Smith were shown, which is cool. I was kind of worried Asuka wasn't going to be in because they put in June Kazama and same or similar fighting styles. Like, well, maybe they'll just only put her in. And uh, I always, I, I'm really glad to have Leroy Smith in a game I want to play. 
Why? Because second seven, he was at so late, we just didn't play it anymore. <laughs> we were like, oh, yeah, that this was the tomb. point where it's like, yeah, every other game has good net code. What's mm-hmm. your fucking problem? Yeah, I mean, for me at that point, it was like, your game looks like shit and takes forever to load. Yeah. Please. Yeah. Please, God. It really needed an update for like the next gen console. And they just never did it. Yeah. Next gen consoles like the Xbox One X. <laughs> Yes. Um, but yeah, that was cool. And that's all the news I got. Oh, crap. We're going to go to Dr. Agro for the news. So uh, a neat little thing happening. The uh, the PlayStation Store is adding the ability to sort and search for games. Uh, they're, they're adding the ability for developers to tag their games based on the accessibility features that are in them. Cool. Uh, yeah. Which means, you know, you like, hey, I, I need games that do this. You can look at a list or even better. You can, this game looks cool. Does it do this specific thing that I would like visibility right on the store? Good shit. Yeah. Yeah. In, uh, in, mm, in weirder news. Uh, so, you know, companies be out here doing R and D and, pushing the boundaries of technology and mm-hmm. patenting yeah. things they might want to explore the avenues of later on. Mm-hmm. Mm. So Sony patented uh, some potential future controller technology, including a controller that maybe changes temperature, which is neat. Okay. Yeah. And, and also a controller that uh, they might be able to uh, deform, you know, not, not rigid plastic, but something that could change shape. Okay. As, as as you play. Uh yeah, like a wrist snap, right? Like it goes around your See that. here. Uh I'm I'm actually looking at the uh the patent now. Uh controllers used for such purposes as gaming typically include materials that are relatively difficult to deform, such as plastics. Uh the present invention has made uh in the light of the above circumstances, and it is the object thereof to provide a controller capable of enriching haptic experiences mm-hmm. i'm just gonna gonna go down a little bit <clears throat> because they're talking about a controller that that not only changes shape but but senses when you're interacting with the the part that changes shape. <laughs> the controller uh having this configuration is used and when the user performs the following other actions i.e action of touching the elastic member Action of pressing in part of the elastic member with a finger. Action of twisting the elastic member. Action of pinching. Action of pinching and pulling part of the elastic member. Action of squashing or crushing the entire (laughs) elastic member. Action of bringing a hand close to the elastic member. And action of rubbing the front surface with a palm or finger. It is possible to detect, for example, the one action of touching the elastic member and the (laughs) six action of bringing a hand close to the elastic member by using capacitive sensors as the sensors. I I know there's probably a very normal use for the thing they're talking about, but this really sounds like they're making a controller that will fuck you. I don't know what you're talking about. Res 2 sounds like it's going to be great. Oh, it's going to be so good. <laughs> this is a robot penis that you can hold in your hands. <laughs> I bet it works great with a PSVR 2. <laughs> Jesus. 
Uh, so look Man. forward at Sony's showing this summer for the Bad Dragon logo to show up. You really thought we had inside out tracking before? <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> This might be the best technology patent I have ever read. <laughs> no, no, this is insane. Look, I'm just saying. Also, the shape of the elastic member may be controlled not only by mixing a functional fluid or the like, okay, but, but by providing an artificial muscle or soft actuator in the elastic member, or suturing an artificial muscle or soft actuator to the front surface of the elastic member. Oh my god, that, that that's great, Agro. But the greatest technology patent of all time is that patent where you have to stand up and yell McDonald's to make the ad stop. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, that, that one only fucks you metaphorically. Yeah. That's... <laughs> this one you have to jack off and yell McDonald's. <laughs> Holy shit. According no, to the is, present is... embodiment, it is possible to enrich haptic experiences. Oh, mm. I, I've been looking for an enriched haptic experience. Maybe this is the controller for me. My wife sure seems enthusiastic. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Look, I'm just saying we as a society are at a certain point going to have to come to terms with the fact that fucking consumer electronics is is a direction in which we're headed. Like we've we've just we've got to get there in our headspace. <laughs> that is the last frontier, just getting people to just acknowledge it publicly and openly. Putting the PlayStation brand on it. <laughs> yeah, it's fine now. It's a PlayStation. <laughs> yes, it means that now. It's like, hey, Tom, you said you were you were going to introduce to me to your girlfriend? Ah, you're right. Uh, for years, I've been telling you I have a Canadian girlfriend. Uh, I'm just fucking my PlayStation. It's my sex box, and her name oh. is Sony. No! Ugh. Don't call it. <laughs> we're going to Chris for news. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Any dildos let's, on your let's end do of the... the uh, <laughs> no. Well... <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's, I see some Activision Blizzard news in here. I'm scared. Yeah, let's do the, there's also Phil Spencer news. Uh, let's, let's just do the 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 Activision Microsoft block. Sure. Because uh, the Justice the Justice Department was suing Activision Blizzard for the salaries of their esports leagues because Activision Blizzard had um limits to what you could pay, and they would like fine teams if they paid too much. Uh, they apparently already settled this shit. Like, as soon as it came out, it was like, they, they settled. So I assume it was, make this shit go away, make this shit go away. We we are getting so close to the deadline of this fucking acquisition. Everything needs to go away. Mm -hmm. um, also, literally, as this news broke, they announced a new Overwatch character. It's like fucking <laughs> clockwork. They can't help themselves. <laughs> no. Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. They're a, a pansexual plant person, I guess? They, I, I have no idea because the because the fucking tweet was so stupid. I have no idea if they that means is a stupid way of saying they're vegan. 
or it's or they're they have like they're spliced with plantini i don't know because their name is like fucking life weaver who knows i don't know if they know i saw the design it's weak sauce this motherfucker's like the sixth guy from pre-tier nobody cares (laughs) (laughs) yeah i assume since this is the overwatch universe he is plant-based but who knows? Who, who's that guy from League of Legends that you always make fun of? Like the, the dual guy? I knew yeah, instant, like, I he, saw he this guy like and I'm like, he's going to steer this towards Tarek for fucking sure. Here you go, Bob. There's... Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've seen oh, no. him. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, the National Labor Board, however, has not been has settled with and is suing Activision Blizzard for two additional things and said, uh, there's going to be more. Specifically in this case, um, they threatened to discipline employees discussing salaries on Slack, which you're not fucking allowed to do. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, no, well, no. Absolutely not. And when uh, when there was a walkout in in uh, in response to the Dobbs decision where Roe versus Wade was uh, uh, undone, uh, there was a walkout. And you're not allowed to fuck with that. That counts as protected speech. But they were yeah. like, we're going to we're going to we're going to try and find and discipline the people who started that. <laughs> Great. So there was that, and then there was, uh, yeah, there's going to be more because surprise, the company's nothing but a bundle of fucking human rights violations. Can't wait for Microsoft to fix it. Yeah, they'll definitely do that. That's the number one thing on their agenda. And they're so good at doing it. Mm-hmm. That's uh, why there are no now, problems now, anywhere else. <laughs> now Microsoft knows. Uh, <laughs> so Microsoft turned off the ability to run like the emulators in retail mode on the series, which was a big thing on in like retro YouTubers fucking gushing over it. Yeah, they literally were soy jackpointing for, well, I guess years, up years. until right now. So two and uh, a half years almost. You can still almost. do it in development mode, but development mode has a lot of restrictions. Yes, it does. So they basically made something very easy, significantly harder. Yeah, and you also have to boot into the separate mode for that. So You also really have to buy developer annoying. mode. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, that costs money. Like you have to do, you have to put stuff on it via FTP in developer mode. Like you have to connect it to your PC to do it. it yes. It's a bit, it's a big fucking hassle. Yeah. John Lineman was heartbroken. <laughs> when your box only does like two things and you take away one of them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's rough. Uh, and the other, the other Microsoft piece of quantum break is leaving game pass, but they said it's temporary because they have to work out licensing issues before it can come back, which you'd think they do before they would have to take it off. Uh, yeah, to which, nice. uh, I, to which I posit this game of premonition that we're going to do right now. Will quantum break ever come back? I say no, Dan. It's not going to come back for six months. <laughs> <laughs> then it'll be a huge deal when it comes back. Microsoft will announce a game they made is now available on their own platform. They love doing that. They they ran out of ones to do with like the the deal with with Bethesda was uh-huh. Ghostwire and stuff. They're, they're itching for another one of those. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. I say I say it will come back. It will take time, but it will come back. More or less than six months. <sighs> less than six months. Okay. Agro. No, I think we're putting this over six months. This is like somebody fucked up. Somebody didn't dot an I or file a form somewhere. We're going to have to wait for a clock to run out. But Dan is absolutely right. They're going to announce this shit like it's some new acquisition <laughs> they've made. Uh, by the way, I referenced it earlier in this podcast. Uh, but I was, uh, you know, I had to download Oscar or sorry, Athena to my gifts folder. Mm hmm. 
and I shit you not, I go to download one other image because I was going to show that guy from Overwatch, Life Weaver. Yeah. But as I go to save him, it's still in the, the GIFs folder, and it shows me the only thing in there that isn't a GIF. And here's that image, that thing I referenced earlier in this podcast, the fucking petty arcade strip. <laughs> ah. <laughs> Throw these at hats. God! This shit is fucking 16 years old! Anyway. Okay, more news. Uh, Phil Spencer has slunk off in defeat. He is no longer at Google. You mean Phil Harrison? Phil Harrison. Yeah, Phil Harrison. Fucking, why are there so many Phils? I don't know. Isn't that weird? That's weird. But uh, he's gone. Uh, we'll see if God. We'll see if we live in a cruel fucking comedy, and he ends up back at Xbox. Oh, we might also end up back at Sony because you know they're making their own terrible decisions. At I the feel moment. like Jim Ryan probably would exile the man. I feel like probably. there's something bitter and rivalrous <laughs> about Jim Ryan's. Like I'm the huge dumbass at this company, <laughs> right? Fuck we off. only have place for one dipshit, Britain. It's me. <laughs> I don't think he'll approve as many Horizon projects as I will. Uh, this guy might be okay, able to give us a social media platform we can tap into and get ahead of the metaverse, which isn't going to happen. So I'm going to not hire him. <laughs> God, yeah, there's uh, no way he would hire him. EA is rebranding FIFA into EA Sports FC, as in football, football club. And apparently they're going to start fucking actually shipping that shit on Switch again. I thought they already uh, did a, this. <laughs> as opposed to... Uh, Maybe they already announced that part, but the part this part is like it's going to be on Switch again, unlike us shipping FIFA 14 10 times on the Switch. Yeah. Uh, because for people who didn't keep track of this, they didn't want to renew their license with FIFA, mm -hmm. the organization, to get the title FIFA. I, th I think it was on FIFA's side where it's like, no, fuck you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, they couldn't renew because they didn't pay enough. <laughs> <laughs> no, let me put it this way. That sentence structurally is supposed to work like he didn't pay his rent. <laughs> um, but yeah, so FIFA's saying they're going to make the best football game in the world. Football. European. <laughs> Derogatory? <laughs> Derogatory. <laughs> um, and they're doing this. EA's doing this. Yeah, we'll, we'll see how it goes. I, with with like FIFA customers, I always wonder if a change like this like breaks the magic that like they just go to the store and don't see FIFA and then don't don't go any further. They just don't get it. Yeah, yeah. I think that's very likely. Right, I think that was, was what happened was winning eleven, um, because that became what pro soccer something something. Isn't it like e-soccer or something? I don't remember. They've done it's, now. It's changed twice. Because winning eleven was only called that back on the PS2 days, and then they, they started going downhill after that. Is this the Konami one? Yep. The Konami one did good for a long time under its new title. I don't know if it did good after they changed it again. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but now sure. we have, we, now there's Konami news. So let's go into that. Sure. sure. Uh, Konami is rebuilding their internal development capabilities. They are, they are building a new studio in Osaka with full AAA development capacity, advanced mocap, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Huh. They are building a new R&D center that was going to be finished in 2025. They have increased the base salary for their developers by a lot, allegedly. Like the way it was phrased, it sounds like 30, 40%. Huh. Ooh. 
Uh, and they, they gave the quote, in order to achieve further sustainable growth in the significantly expanding entertainment field, Konami Group will strengthen its product development capabilities and continue to provide products and services for the next generation. Man, these are going to be some bitchin' pachinko machines. Yeah, it's going to be so good. No, I <laughs> I'm really not love worried that. about that because all those people have apparently been ostracized. I love the expanding entertainment industry. <laughs> it's like, you mean this thing that was happening the whole time and you left for a bit then you came back and you're like this seems like a real growth opportunity <laughs> got drunk and wandered out and then finally walked back in like oh you, you still doing this somewhere I'm, in the I'm middle of green lighting all of these giant projects konami went man imagine how much more money we could make if we made this instead of letting sony <laughs> Or letting I, I am a little scared people, that the R and D facility means they're going to try and make like Fox Engine two. Yeah, that's always a threat. I feel like the developers there may actually keep them from doing that. Because keep in mind, people who design that engine are fucking gone. Yeah, I was like, unless any tech guys stuck around and really want, would love to go back into the mines. I don't think so, man. Yeah, I'm not sure. I know a few of the high high level members went over, to Namco or whatever. Yeah, went Namco and other places. Yeah, so I don't know. I don't think they have any tech guys left, and I don't think Konami is the type of company that would let them spend years making an engine instead of just going fucking Unreal's right over here. You gonna no, not cool. eat this? Look, the Fox engine won't kill you if you decide to not let it. It's fine. <laughs> I'm not so... You know, that never as a thought entered my brain until just now. And now I'm really concerned you're lying. No, I played Metal Gear 1. That's how it works. Oh, okay. You have to need... You need to have the will to live. And then Fox engine won't kill you. Uh... Okay, I so, uh, see this as really good news. Yes, it, it's great news. Yeah, they have a ton of IPs that are really great, and it's been sad just watching all those kind of wither away. I bet Kojima, or I bet Iga is so tired of how the Kickstarter went that he's like, uh, I'll go back. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> that, that could, I mean, he didn't get abused this way. Uh, Kojima did. Kojima did, so may, fucking maybe. Yeah, he just sat in the mines making... Uh, mobile games for a few years and then yeah. got out yeah and then ben judd's like what if you saw the light of day again <laughs> and then he said a slur i mean it was in between every word because it's ben judd we're talking about but i i just shortened the sentence <laughs> right he's speaking uh, so, in japanese so you know he's, yeah let's, <laughs> so it's okay let's move on a little bit uh, so we had the debate uh, would the would the console versions of the Final Fantasy Pixel remasters fix the font? Uh, I insisted yes, and and Dan and Bob went mmm. Uh, but now they have said yes, we have fixed the font. We are now marketing that fact because someone who knows what they're they're fucking right. doing got involved. Yeah, oh, I can't believe Christ. there's a switch to turn it back to the bad font. <laughs> I was like, who went on earth? <laughs> this one has soul. I'm so fucking glad they fixed that. Yeah. Oh my so god. That, so that is cool. Uh, I'm going to shit on Saints Row now again. <laughs> Every week. Which big thing is that? <laughs> uh, so Saints Row, the Saints Row released their DLC roadmap in the what? past week. Oh, oh yeah, right. it was one of those cases like, oops, we sold oh, oops, we sold a season pass with the deluxe edition and our game failed. We're now obligated <sighs> to make all this fucking content. 
great. In Tantas we trust. <laughs> <laughs> you shouldn't uh, though. So, Let's just be clear. So uh the 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 they released this as like a YouTube short TikTok style video. What? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's 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 fucking rough. Um, but not only that, they had an AI voice it. <laughs> wow! Yeah, so it feels less deliberate and more like they already fired all our marketing guys. I'm sorry, this is all we got. Wow! Look at this roadmap. Yippee! <laughs> the joke uh, is so... <laughs> the joke is so we sold April. a season pass. April. <laughs> The the prophecy is fulfilled. The not the eight year prof nine, I think. I think, yeah, twenty third. No, ten. Because Saints Row Four actually came out in twenty twenty ten twenty thirteen. Yeah, the prophecy is foretold. The Dead Island Two cosmetic pack launches this month in Saints Row. The Saints Row. What? Are those even the same company uh, anymore? No. What a wonderful uh, tribute I, to I, a game that will I, never come out. I, I think they're this. I think they're well, both under Embracer. Yeah. Now, oh. they, yes. Now they are because they're both under Embracer. Yeah, because back then they were both being published by Deep Silver. I thought. No. Wait. Yeah. I yes. Think that, for that yeah, slice of time, then, and yes. then somehow, somehow Embracer ended up with them both again. Jesus. Where did that bring you? <laughs> <laughs> so Dead Island Two cosmetic like May. A free a new district like you already didn't use the fucking city you're adding more <laughs> look we bought uh, it years ago a combat <laughs> overhaul which i i don't think you can fix that but sure and, and more <laughs> uh and then and then you get new missions in the expansion pass uh and then in july you get new features that's what you get that's what they wrote. and then you get the next chunk of the expansion package called doc ketchum's murder circus so i'm sure it's gonna be dog shit uh, and then in august they add they're adding another new district to the fucking map what okay uh and 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 new features and improvements Ooh. and more and also the la I, I think that's the last chunk of the expansion pack, which it seems like it's going to be more of the LARPing stuff. Uh, I will not be playing that because I already sold the game. Oh. Ooh, smart. <laughs> Fair. So smart. <laughs> okay, I thought about it. I finally figured it out. This is a riddle that has vexed me for days, and only now did I see the light. Bob? Yeah? Phil Harrison should go to embrace her. I just want to see untold amounts of destruction oh my god well I, I feel like that would go like so i got these terrible ideas and then the executives embrace are like we're an investment firm guys we're pretty immune to these kind of ideas goodbye no somehow phil's once again it's a it's a bog witch's curse <laughs> phil's gonna walk in and somehow through some amount of words that are actual words and other words that are synergistic boardroom bullshit Convince them to buy these things that are like Wii U tablets, right? <laughs> no! Yeah, I was gonna, yeah, I was I was thinking like what is he gonna activate his fucking stand and it'll be like the world sound effect and they're holding like the Wii tablet that's saying yeah, you. They're holding the U draws or whatever. <laughs> oh U draw tablets. <laughs> I don't wanna remember. 
Where did you get those at GameStop, Bob? <laughs> yes. There did was a pile as tall as me. One? <laughs> did you ever sell a single one? I don't think we even sold one. No, I think we had to ship them back. I. So here's the only time I ever saw one of those fucking things in person. Uh huh. I can't even remember. It was one. It was in town. There is like a '70s shopping center. Like it's from the fucking seventies. It's in the old part of town. And in that shopping center for a long time, there was one of those old department stores. Like a JC like Penny. No, even, even more like than that. Mm -hmm. I'm desperately trying to remember its name. It had like a four letter name, like Alco or something. Hmm. And, and that was the, and it eventually they, before they went under, they became like, we sell fucking overstock. We sell shit that nobody else. Saw. They became like big lots. If you're familiar with big lots. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so they became that. And that's the only place I ever saw. And when I was like, I'm just going to see what's inside here. Surely there will be something. Thank you, Chad. I was sitting there racking my brain with what Phil Harrison's stand would be called. <laughs> Zing Amazing nailed it with Phil's stand. Bad idea. <laughs> oh, God, that's cold. Oh, man, that'd be great. Just imagine like Polnareff fighting the bad idea stand. <laughs> and he's like, Jotaro, I put all my money into Dogecoin. <laughs> <laughs> You seem like a real dumbass. Joseph looks at what and how the metaverse is doing. And goes, oh my god! I will never forgive Silicon Valley. <laughs> oh man, yeah. Uh, the U draw still isn't real. I haven't had to see it. In fact, I've never even seen it in a video. I've never seen the U draw. It's just a phrase you say to explain why THQ died. Yeah, I. I've always had an interest in drawings, drawing and such. I never even once considered touching or buying that. Well, yeah. Even was, went on down to clearance to like under they, 10 bucks or something. Yeah, they, probably they made one shit. for 360. Yeah. 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 They thought actually making it for other things would save it because it's, it's oh, PS3 yeah, they, and 360. And yeah, they made it for I all the consoles at that time. Did they even make it for PC or something insane? It's like, how? What? I don't know if they did no PC. No one cares. I, what I, are you doing? I feel it was just the consoles. They did an impressive thing. That's unhinged. Oh, yeah. No, they fucked up. Yeah. They absolutely fucked up. It made no fucking sense. <laughs> That's the sort of thing where it's like, can you believe they died? And you go, yeah, they were hit by a car. <laughs> there was not much left. It really felt like the other guys. It's just like, do you think, do you think they thought they would land and be safe? <laughs> no, I think they just went insane. <laughs> There wasn't even a balcony. <laughs> wow. Apparently, the, apparently, part of the reason THQ got tricked is because every fucking journalist that got their hands on is like, it's great. It's going to fucking sell gangbusters. Yeah, you can't trust those people. They want to have good relationships with you. Right. Which that's thing the you're thing. sending me for free is amazing. Yeah, you never want to surround yourself with sycophants. You always want to surround yourself with people who will actually just be straight with you. That way you don't do that. <laughs> that way you video don't. Video games only wants to be surrounded by straight people. 
okay. I'm really, I'm really, you know, I'm really not comfortable in spaces where everyone around me isn't willing to be straight with me. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. <laughs> what did he mean by this? <laughs> but that's, uh, that's all the news. Phil Harrison walks into a gay bar. <laughs> they go out of business. <laughs> How did he do it? <laughs> I don't know anymore, okay? You want me to explain it with words other than a bog witch? I, I, it is funny. I think he's been at every major company like in the gaming field. Except Nintendo. Nintendo. They're too fucking smart. Yeah, like there's no way Nintendo would hire him on. So it's like, what does he have left? <laughs> like, the Apple he just retires him? at Ooh. this point. No, a Apple's too competent. <laughs> Yeah, they do seem too confident they, for that. They oh, do. here's here's a minor here, here's a minor news thing related to Apple. Uh, Apple is is sh is launching new rules for uh, how long cookies and what can take cookies on their fucking platforms. And advertisers, like people who work in online advertising on Twitter, are fucking crying. Oh yeah, like They're it's making our lives really hard. They're not letting us steal all your data anymore. I'm like, yes more it's, it's really funny because they're like you don't understand this is basically gonna create two internets chrome and safari and it's like okay um they're still kicking the shit out of you so i'm pretty into this <laughs> i'm pretty aroused right now in fact, the more you cry, the 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 harder it's getting. It's, Please stop. It's, it's, so, should I switch is, is to there, Safari? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> is there is there anything less sympathetic than no. when somebody who's coming in in fifteenth place bitches about the person who won cheating? It's like it wouldn't matter to you either way. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. If Sony weren't here, we'd be doing great. Nintendo would still be here. Oh. <laughs> We decided they don't count. And for some reason, some senators agree. <laughs> if only we could figure out the reason. It's such a mystery. We rounded up all these old people who aren't sure where they are anymore, and they agree with us. <laughs> I wonder what old people he's talking about. It could be anybody. Uh, my computer is slowly dying as we continue this, so I'm going to try to do this, and we're going to see how that goes. Wish me luck, chat. Wish me luck, devil. Wish me luck. Uh, Bob and I tomorrow are playing. Hey, it worked. There we go. Yeah. Legend of Zelda oh. Skyward Sword HD. <laughs> the Groose is loose. <laughs> Whatever God. that means. God. How funky is your chicken? <laughs> I really love the guy in the upper right. He's so upset. Oh my god, Link has the best faces in this one. Look at that. He does. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, that's, that's what we're going to be doing. I can't even deal with this. This is too much. This is what we're going to be doing tomorrow for like 30 hours. So please stop by Friday and Saturday as we get to it. I'm this excited is... for Dan to learn all that goose. Yeah, I know jack fucking shit about this man, but this thumbnail's hilarious. Anchor, do you know about Groose? Did you play this game? I I I did not, but I, I am slowly absorbing the energy from this thumbnail. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm excited to learn about the Groose. Uh, uh stop by for that people's anyways uh hey agro what you got going on in the next week uh you know stuff okay 
Uh, Chris? Uh, so instead of playing a game that games that I'll probably really like, like the Wario Land games, yeah, <laughs> I decided to play, to play Tomb Raider, the Tomb Raider. Yeah. <laughs> I need to know how many pieces of rebar she falls on. <laughs> and maybe and maybe there might be a goal for her to become the Tomb Raider two additional times. <laughs> will you have a rebar counter on screen for everyone? Ooh. Yes, I, I will probably have. I, I will have something like, like, <laughs> Riona counter. <laughs> And then, and then or, every, or, or just like the creator's, uh, the creator's poorly hidden fetish counter. <laughs> and then you every, have to fail every QTE on purpose. Yeah, it's true. Th some no, of those are just unhinged no. level of horrible. <laughs> and every time it happens, you need to hit a button that increments it on your stream and it goes, oof. And the fucking <laughs> robot sound. Oh my God. And she gets impaled on punji traps. Ugh. <laughs> That stream sounds exciting. I hope I'm conscious for it. Uh, given that I'm going to be live 30 hours and maybe even rage you, I doubt it. <laughs> Anyways, uh, that's got to do it for this episode of Exactly And thank you all for watching. Oh my god, the theme's starting. What the fuck? Thank you very much for listening to this episode of Big Think Dimension. Episodes such as this and this whole series is only possible because of you and your incredibly generous support over on patreon.com slash gbpodcast, where you can get access to all sorts of commentary tracks, uh, a really good film called Isolation 119, uh, vote on other things, bless Blontemp Blub, curse content committee, get over there, do that, have a good one!